0: Buildings entirely crushed and crumbled. I'm not sure if it's safe to report from my vantage point. I I really need to leave. So the fences informed me that the surrounding areas are, are in ruin. I I see some people running now. In the opinion of this reporter, if this nation or in fact the world ever needed heroes, that time is now. That time is now.
1: Aquaman and Firestorm, the Fire and Water Podcast, a proud member of the Firewater Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, the Irredeemable Shag, and along with me, as always, is my co-host, the all-wet Rob Kelly. How you doing, buddy?
2: Yeah, man, we're going deep this episode.
1: <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> my man! <laughs> Oh, Rob! You know what? I'm just going like, to tell people at home what we're doing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is an episode that Shag is not looking forward to doing. Everybody, I just thought I'd tell you that we are for the okay. The Aquaman movie, as everyone knows, is a year old as of this week. It came out last December, and of course, Shag and I did a review of it at the time because it was a big deal. And I, you know, whoever would have guessed there would be such a thing in Aquaman movie? So I thought it would be funny. Uh, and enjoyable uh, You know a year later to revisit the movie And we are going to do a full length And I do mean full length Audio <laughs> audio Commentary for the Aquaman movie So we are going to if you Two will,
1: hours Two hours and hours, 23, 23 minutes 23 minutes and 17 seconds folks <laughs> If I was able to
2: get through that much Transformers I should be able to get through that much Aquaman for pizza. Transformers was an hour less than this <laughs> No, the one with the live action one with Ryan Daly that I Isn't did that like an hour and thirty minute movie. No, what what the hell are you talking about? That movie's like two hours and forty minutes or something. What are you crazy?
1: I play everything on two times speed. I don't know. You guys were done in like thirty minutes for me. So.
2: No, that, that did <laughs> not take thirty minutes to record. So anyway, yes, that's what we're doing. For I, I've only actually seen this movie twice. Since it came Seriously? out, I saw it in the theater, and then I bought it on Blu-ray and I watched it again. And this is only be my third time, so I'm kind of interested in seeing how it holds up. Because this be- is like my sixth or seventh time.
1: I mean, oh, I I, I legitimately like this movie. I'm just dreading doing a commentary. I cannot possibly imagine <laughs> what we can talk about for two hours and twenty three minutes. This is literally what time. happened,
2: everybody. As soon as we got on Skype, the fr- he didn't say hi. He didn't say anything. I just heard Shag say. I'm so not looking forward to this. That's literally <laughs> the first thing he said to me.
1: I think that's the first time – this is probably the first podcast in eight years we recorded that I wasn't, like, excited about.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I, I appreciate you doing this, Shag. I mean, when we do the Firestorm movie, uh, when they make one of those, we will do an audio commentary for that as well. I promise. Thank you
1: for your sacrifice, Rob. I appreciate I it. Yeah. You're very kind. You know what we may have to do? We may have to do a live commentary for every single episode of Legends of Tomorrow with Firestorm then.
2: Okay, including
1: right. the absolutely abysmal first season.
2: Okay, maybe we'll do the Crisis or something. I hear it's better than Endgame.
1: Oh my God! Don't start that. <laughs> don't start that. <laughs> Although I am really enjoying Crisis. I am, okay. but we don't need that kind of uh, uh, that kind of fight. That, that kind of uh, <laughs> Star Wars fandom or Superman fandom eating its own kind of fight. <laughs> All right, let's stop talking. Let's get on to the movie. You know what's more interesting? By the time people hear this, I will have seen Star Wars. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Uh,
2: Yes, that's very interesting. Okay, so... (laughs)
1: All right, all right. Tell people how this works.
2: Well, okay. We are going to just – we're going to start the movie, and we're going to – Shag and I are going to talk over it in real time. There will be no break, Shag. If you have to go to the bathroom, you're just going to have to leave, and I will
1: continue to talk during the movie. Um, I, I went to the concession stand and got the giant, like, 80,000-gallon <laughs> drink, so that may happen.
2: Okay. Uh, and so if you want to listen along, you can just get get the movie. Of course, there is only one cut of the Aquaman movie. It is, again, two hours and 23 minutes. It's long. In 17 seconds. 17 seconds. So we're just going to hit play, and right at the beginning, where basically, if you want to sync it up with us, hit hit play movie on the menu, and right at the opening black screen, right before you start seeing the wavy Warner Brothers logo, is where this thing is, where we're going to be starting this uh, this movie.
1: I'm I can't wait. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, I'm ready. If you are, I'm ready to go. Okay, so we're going to count down. We're going to do five, four, three, two, one, and when we say one, we will hit play, and then the Aquaman movie will start. Everybody, so everybody get ready, get a beverage of your choice. Shag, you ready? I'm ready, buddy. All right, so going deep. Five, four, three,
1: two, one. Oh yeah. So do we go on one or do we go after one? Uh, we're
2: already gone. we are already I'm already gone. so I'm
1: seeing the Warner Brothers logo. It's really kind of cool how they paid the extra CGI to make the logo look like it's underwater. That's pretty cool. Yes. They had all the crustaceans on the WB and everything.
2: Yeah, it's a good opening. It's absolutely yeah. a nice. I like – oh, here we go. the big DC animated – oh, look at look at Aquaman. Oh, Cyborg, but that didn't hold up. Okay, Green Lantern. <laughs> There's Hawkman. I see we see seen him for a second there. I wonder – I guess they probably put Joker in there now if they could. Yeah.
1: So I watched a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff, right, today. And interesting. So this uh, this lighthouse, they actually constructed this. This isn't real. They, they filmed in Australia, and they were looking for a place in Australia to film that looks like Maine. And you see the crag, rock, craggy rocks out there with the water mm-hmm. splashing? This is one of the only scenes in the entire movie that are actually filmed in the ocean. This is it right here. Everything else is done with CGI or water tanks. Um, so they found this spot that with all the craggy rocks, and they and uh, they were excited about uh, putting this putting the, the real water in there.
2: The movie does have a s- certain kind of um, unreality to it, and I think that mm-hmm. was I think that was James Wan obviously sort of went with that. You know, he realized that up yeah. oh, here's our one of the first first big star of the movie, Nicole Kidman playing oh. Atlanta. There, smoking hot. Yeah, she's in her little scaly suit. I I hate the way that that trident is just laying perfectly next to her. That looks kind of weird.
1: Like, it's like glued to her.
2: Yeah, something. Although she's got it in her hand, so
1: maybe that's. So I will say, uh, and and I read this somewhere in a review or something like that. Like, it's interesting how this movie starts. They're salty. They're salty. (laughs) How this movie starts different than every other superhero movie. Every other superhero movie starts with you know either you see the hero already in action or their history, but here you you get a love story. And it starts, it starts the story differently than anything else. And um, it's an interesting way to start the superhero
2: movie. <laughs> she's, to, she's very strong. She picks him up. By the way, that's Tumera uh, Morrison as Tom Curry there, we should say. Yeah.
1: So what was that on TV just then?
2: That, that was Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, the Irwin Allen uh, TV show, or maybe really? it was the movie. Okay. But, or Salty very is clever. a puppy. Yep. I really wish they had managed to get Salty named in the movie. I would have been so proud of that. Since the Aquaman shrine was responsible for naming Salty, and his, uh, we're doing the, the uh, there we go. Nice. I like that computer wipe. Yep. The passage of time. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, that's something that James wanted again. Really, sort did. Oh, there was, there's a some Lovecraft sitting on the table. An indication of the kind of some of the stuff we're going to be seeing in this movie.
1: Well, he said pretty much almost every single scene in this movie has some sort of visual effects going on. Right. So you talked about that wipe. So I, I'm not quite sure what's going on in this scene here other than maybe making Nicole Kidman – oh, they're making Nicole Kidman look younger probably is what they're doing, I imagine.
2: Yeah, there's – yes, there's that because, you know, yeah, they're definitely de-aging her. I mean yeah. look at her face. I mean she doesn't look like yeah. that. It's, she's she's like in her 50s now. So yeah. oh, The I thing don't, with the
1: goldfish was hilarious. Uh, I love is, that. This
2: is deeply upsetting to me. Really? The yeah, goldfish? Oh, it's uh, – I, I mean, ugh. I, well, I just feel bad for the
1: goldfish. <laughs> you know, it was like the First poor thing. First of she didn't actually swallow a real goldfish. It was fake.
2: No, I know in the reality of the movie, Shag, I don't like that scene. It's,
1: it's not real. It's not I real. know it's not. If you not... feel bad for the goldfish, you should feel bad for, like, the <laughs> millions of brine soldiers that get murdered. Never mind the goldfish.
2: They're soldiers. They knew what they were signing up for.
1: Oh, my God. I think I... they're whole racists. Anyway, so, right, so drinking the... tea.
2: Right. So, okay. So this, this is something I mentioned in, in the review. This is one of my few issues with this movie is these two. I just don't buy these two as in love. I don't see any chemistry between hmm. these two. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, I don't know why I can't put my finger on it. I just don't buy them as a couple. Uh, and I know that, you know, they probably didn't want to. They, I mean, they couldn't. Maybe they couldn't or didn't want to cast an actor of her stature, uh, you know, to, to play the father. Uh, but I just there's just something weird about I don't know I just look at these two and I just don't buy it as like they they're like this star-crossed couple and they will they will have this love that well there's the Dunwich horror little mention there I,
1: n- I never noticed that that was cool yeah
2: yeah yeah I mean it's fine I don't want to go on and, on and go too much about it I just because we don't really see them together all that much anyway.
1: I actually buy them. I okay. don't know why. Like, almost a little more... Like, even though Amber Heard and um, Jason Momoa have on-screen chemistry, I don't feel like they have on-screen romantic chemistry. I feel no. like they have on-screen, like, interactive chemistry. Yes. Yes. I feel like these two have more romantic chemistry to me. Okay. Like, this scene here where they're laying in bed, and she's pregnant. and It's just... Right. It's lovely. I, okay. I believe it. Okay. Maybe because my wife's beautiful, and I'm this hideous thing, and maybe that's why. That might be... it. That's possible. Yeah. So... So we're seeing the passage of time. Now Arthur's gone from being non existent to being in the belly.
2: Did you call him Oren? Did she? I missed that.
1: No, did you call him
2: Oh No, 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 no. no, no.
1: I would never do that. I'm a Peter (laughs) David fan. It works for me. Uh, If it weren't for the Peter David era, I don't think you would have got Jason Momoa. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you're right, exactly. you would have got the Justin Hartley pilot, and you would have been happy with it, and that's all you would have got.
2: <laughs> you know I mean, look, we have two and a half hours to fill, so we have a lot of time to talk about this i mean I, I I certainly liked this movie when it came out, and i am I mean sort of I enjoyed it again when I watched it on Blu-ray, and I'm sort of fascinated to see what it seems like here when we're examining it at the same time uh like I'm also very satisfied with this movie, and I would be kind of perfectly fine if they never did another one. In yeah. a weird way. Like, I just feel like, okay, I think they kind of did it. Well, oh, here, here we go. First big
1: action scene. This is actually the... a really good fight scene. I like this fight scene. Yeah. So, so check this out. I, I, I was watching this thing today, right? And they're talking about how these guns, the way they work, they're powered by water. Right. So when you actually see the smoke coming out, that's water evaporating. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. And then later on, when you see them use it underwater, you see them actually drawing water in before it blasts. It's kind of cool.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to, I mean, this is yeah, this is King Orvax. They look cool. I mean, that again, So much of this stuff is borrowed from the designs of Ivan Reese, Joe Prado, and, mm-hmm. and Rod Reese. I mean, these are these are these uniforms right out of their era. I mean, you mentioned Peter David, of course. Jeff Johns is the other big influence oh, yeah. on this. I mean, it, you know, it was really Johns that put Aquaman back, turned him into the big tent pole character. For oh, here is this uh, Unbroken, amazing think,
1: flipping stuff. Now, is...
2: okay, now what? As a film goer, I like mm-hmm. I like the little little alcove for their library. That's nice. As a <laughs> as a, as a film goer, what do you think of scenes like this? Because th- it, this thing is just a video game at this point. Like this it is does so...
1: feel like the way the shots are edited and the way the camera moves. It does feel very video game esque. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's real. Right, and uh, it was, it's does, exciting. Does the that, that bother you
2: as a filmmaker? Does that bother you? Does it take you out of the movie a
1: little bit? You mean a film viewer, not a filmmaker. Like um. A film viewer? Yeah. Because I don't you're, know if I, you're I don't know mutant. if I can separate myself because I, I at the same time I'm thinking about all the like can Atlanta do that and what about these soldiers so I'm mm-hmm. thinking um, I guess it takes me a, a little bit yeah it was still an amazing fight scene though Adele yeah
2: it's it's nice but it just to me it just reminds I'm like oh okay this is I'm looking at a computer image right now because this can't be done by a camera this is impossible yeah so now the I'm really looking at a room, cartoon yeah. with her face kind of stuck on it and it does take me out of the movie a little bit I I don't. I I think I tend to like
1: oh, computer. There's, there's David Gutierrez's favorite line: "The sea takes our tears away."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said that to him <laughs> when I saw him in Los
1: Angeles. <laughs> so so it takes you out of the film. I get it. Yeah, I I can see why. And also you think about okay, this actress is in her fifties. She's incredibly well fit, but she's not doing this. This no. is a stunt double with, or or even a completely CGI character. Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't mind CGI. I mean, that's just the reality of movies in in the twenty first century. But I think I like the effects to be more hidden, as opposed to a shot, a sequence like that, which is putting it right out there. That yeah, you know, this isn't really happening. The camera can't do this. The camera can't be where it is, and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. Some there's I've I've seen other movies that that have scenes like that where like the camera goes through like a keyhole, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, why are you doing that? Now you're now I you're you're shoving it in my face, and I'm looking at a cartoon. Like this is. This is not a real thing. But,
1: but it's, it's interesting, interesting you should say that because, you know, later on, there's some huge epic battles, right? I mean, the epic battle at the end, and I, I guess I didn't realize how epic it was till I was watching some of these behind-the-scenes stuff. With all the CGI, like everything on the screen is CGI. And that is amazing. And yet that battle's a little more realistic than what we just saw then mm-hmm. for that very reason. Interesting.
2: Okay, like so just a second ago, right? We had this shot of Atlanta diving into the water, right?
1: Yep. You yep. can
2: tell that that's a CGI person yeah because the leap
1: just didn't look real the leap at all. doesn't
2: look real, and I'm like why can't you just film somebody jumping into the water like what' well, she's he...
1: supposed to leap really far
2: though well why can't but you but I mean you can take that piece of footage and put it over a background like mm. why turn her into a cartoon to make it look like the way no one looks when they're diving, you know, like why can't you just hire an actress to dive into the water? But okay.
1: Um, Hey everyone, welcome to uh, uh, Rob's Aquaman. I hate everything about Aquaman.
2: Yeah, it might be that. I don't know here. Well, (laughs) this scene, I really like this. Yeah. I think this this is great. 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 This is, this is very much, uh, this is very much what I think of as Aquaman. Like what things I like about him. I love that the, I love that that shark just banging his head on the glass because he's mad. I think that's – this is just terrific. I think this whole scene is masterfully – I love he turns and then the <laughs> shark <laughs> – yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> well, this is uh, – they used the, a lot of this in the initial commercials too Yep. Uh, to really sell the movie. And I think that was very smart on their part because it really showed you like, wow, Ackerman's a badass even when he's like seven years old. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is great. This scene's great. I love that. The whole kingdom is there honoring their king. There you
2: go. That's that's great. That's
1: great. And the music's coming up. Oh, my God. The music's so good. Did you get the soundtrack? I did not. It's good. I love it. Uh, Parts of it is very orchestral and dramatic. Other parts are, like, kind of rock and stuff. Um, Even the Pitbull song, I don't mind. You know, it's... (laughs) Which shocked me. I uh, Like Aquaman's made oh, up of like minnows the, or something. Yeah.
2: Okay. Here's the logo. It is. That's not a, a slight on the soundtrack. I have only bought one orchestral movie soundtrack in my entire life. So. Star Wars. It, no, Raiders. No. No. It's just. It's. Just, I generally don't listen to movie scores, by themselves. So.
1: We have two hours and twenty three minutes and seventy seconds to fill. What'd you buy? Ed Wood.
2: <laughs> Danny, Danny Elfman's score for Ed Wood. I loved so much that I bought it, but.
1: Okay, My daughter's so, watching Nightmare Before Christmas tonight. Oh, there you go.
2: All right. So here's the Manta ship landing. Yep. This and I, I remember when I watched this, when I saw this for the first time, the only time mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater, I really – when it dawned on me, uh, once it becomes clear that this is Black Manta, I really liked – that the movie jumped forward in time so far. Because I thought, once we saw, you know, young Arthur, I thought, oh, God, we're going to go through a whole thing of him growing up, yada, yada, yada. And it's going to be a while before we get to Aquaman. No, I like that they Like Superman le- the
1: movie?
2: Yeah, like Superman the movie, but Superman the movie, you know, did it first, so it wasn't <laughs> a trope at that point. But I, okay. was, after seeing 4,000 comic book movies, I was like, all right, enough already. So I like this. Yeah. Oh, there we go. This That's a great, that's a... Uh, Yaha Abdul mateen the as Black Manta. He's uh, fantastic. He looks great. He looks I've shot of him taking the helmet off. He looks just with the beads of sweat. Mm-hmm. He looks really good. He's got that great thousand yard stare, uh, which is really good. So, but I like that. I like that they were like, let's get right to the Aquaman. Let's you you want to see Aquaman, let's get right to it.
1: I think that's yep. Oh, oh. He just pretty, chills, pretty brutal. Chills yep.
2: that dude. All
1: right. Well, I, but They've, I'm glad they made Black Mana the villain. Because there was a lot of talk about not putting Black Mana in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they made the choice to keep him in there. Because I really think he's integral uh, Integral to the story. And he, he's such a great villain. And they did a great job developing him. You know, they gave him the history with his dad that came from Jeff Johns, obviously. But he's just a great character. You can't help but be interested in him.
2: By the way, uh, that's. taken out
1: by like, a little bit like a chump later, but
2: what's A up? little bit. No, I was about to say that's Michael Beach as Black mm-hmm. Manna's father. Uh, I'm really. Familiar with him? Uh, he was on ER. Uh, he played. Oh my uh,
1: god, he was. Yeah,
2: he played Gloria Rubin's husband, Al, yeah. the one who had AIDS and gave her AIDS. It was like just like he was like a mess. He just kept ruining her life, and so that's Better. where I know him from. So he's still, still, still working. You know, well, I mean, he ER was twenty years ago, and he's still doing stuff. So good, he's for fantastic
1: him. actor. He doesn't. He, honestly, he doesn't look that old at all. No, he
2: doesn't. no yeah. he doesn't. I love this. It's such a sweet moment. Evil dad is giving evil son an evil knife. Well,
1: you know, they don't
2: think – evil people don't tend to think of themselves as
1: evil. They're just think, doing think, things differently.
2: I think once you stab a guy to death, you you have to reconcile that you're pretty evil. I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. I
2: don't know. This is good. I mean, I I agree that I like that Black Man is – because like I said, I really – and we'll talk about it more
1: there in, we in, go.
2: two hours from now. But uh, I, I really do think like they, they didn't leave – James Wan did not leave anything on the table. And when right. it comes to Aquaman, and so, like I said, if they never do another Aquaman movie, I'll be okay with that, because I feel like they did his two big villains... Oh. You know,
1: right, hold on. This, this is this is, there we go. this is so great. good. Aquaman yeah. lifting the sub yeah, out great. of the water, <laughs> and as you look at Aquaman, it, he's not swimming. You don't see him kicking his feet. He is basically flying yep. through the water. It's yeah. propelling it somehow through sheer force of will, or I, I think he said the water moves around him or whatever. Yeah, and it just looks great. This it is great. great. What
2: this is a great intro to the character, and and again, if you were trying to sort of apologize for the character a little bit and really sell to people that he's a badass. This is a great intro. I mean, oh, good yeah. lord! Look how I mean, my goodness, how strong! It lifts
1: a sub above the water, it
2: pushes an entire submarine out of the water. Yep. That's pretty
1: cool. We're gonna get the big leap on top in a second here, and yeah. then you get the well. We're not there yet, but we'll get the hero shot of him inside. I love watching this movie with
2: the subtitles all groaning. Like, okay, <laughs> the, there was your the, jaw
1: shot uh, where the camera. A, there does you that go. Same thing, a
2: man. <laughs> All here these guys with their high tech stuff. Yeah, this is, yep. this is yep. yeah. This is great. This is a great action scene. To, way to open this movie. This is great. Oh, like, oh,
1: that had to hurt. I love the ringing, like the ringing noise of that door <laughs> as it as the porthole door as it hits people. This here we is, go. Th-
2: there's some really good ADR in this. Like the sound effects stuff is really good. Here we go. We should come
1: aboard. to come aboard. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: and, and you know what they they made his tattoos work. They, it, yeah. You know, you oh, just yeah. kind of accept it. So
2: now he's doing, um, the, here we go. Superman. No,
1: he's not doing that. Uh, no, now he's doing the Captain America with the shield <laughs> thing, man.
2: Oof, that's crap. <laughs> Ouch. He's nice. Hey, he's bulletproof. Check that out.
1: These fight scenes are just brutal. So they they actually built this submarine. What they did. Oh my God. Um, Sorry. That looked painful. <laughs> so they, they actually bought old parts of submarines and ships off of like a, there's like, I guess some, I don't know junkyard that sells this stuff and so they built this almost realistic looking set of a sub and apparently it's just amazing and fantastic because submarines are so tight anyway okay the slow motion I don't get that but anyway submarines are so tight that it's hard to film in anyway
2: hmm Oh, well, that, yeah, right. Okay, that makes sense. hard to just get the camera around and stuff. So oh, I like I love that. love the part with the door when Thanks he hits the guy the, guy behind behind the door. door. Yeah. There you go. It's that guy. Yeah, the slow motion. I didn't get what – what the hell? It was yeah, like, I don't what know what that was turned for. into a White Snake video for a second. I don't <laughs> know what that's about. Yeah, I like that. But, yeah. There's a video reason. game shot of the gun
1: firing first-person yeah. shooter there. And then the uh... – Oh, that's a great one! He does the head? Does the, <laughs> I think I might be a couple seconds ahead of you, so I'm. I'm. I'll let you know what happens. Thank you. But he you. does that the head tilt thing. Tell
2: that's me great. what it's like in the future, Shag.
1: <laughs> Aquaman's going to save some Russian soldiers. There Hang go. on, he'll get cool. there.
2: I like that's great with the sheer force of wi- sheer
1: force of will. He bends the. Uh... There you go. Both. Speak hey, there's, I have subtitles now too. Yep. Hurry up! I'm missing happy hour for this.
2: There you go. I like that he can speak Russian. That's cool. Yep. That's a great little. Of course he would. He well, commands I, the seven seas. He has to know all sorts of languages. That's great.
1: I almost feel like they know him. You know, it's like, oh, look, it's our buddy Aquaman. Is almost what it seems like.
2: Well, they, he has been established a little bit by this point. They talk sure. about him. They know who he is. They know that there's this guy out there. Here we said so again, Aquaman is bulletproof. Now that's yep. that was something that uh, I think it was Neil Posner, and then '86 miniseries first came up with that, where he was like, this is ridiculous. He's like, this is a guy that can, whose body can withstand the depths of the ocean that can crush a uh, you know, a boat, and a little two-ounce piece of lead is going to pierce his skin? Get the hell out of here. So There think, you go. There
1: you so go. we just saw something important where Black Mana hits him with a sword in the chest, and it doesn't pierce his skin. It doesn't the skin.
2: pierce his skin, yeah.
1: And that becomes important later once he gets the Atl- Atlantean knife. You're the Aquaman. There we go. Good fight.
2: Now I don't. I mean, he really when he punches Black Man, he really should like be punching through his chest. It's true, Black Man's skull. Yeah, Black Man is just a guy. I mean, he's in a suit, but still, if, if Aquaman is that strong, a, a punch. Although I guess you could say he's pulling his punches was a little.
1: I Just gonna say he's pulling yeah. his punches. Yeah. So there we go. Oh, Dad's coming to save him. Thanks, Dad. Nothing short of an exploding shell.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: the old Superman line. There you go. Ouch. Oh. That hurt. That definitely hurt. He still gets up though. Otherwise it'd be a real short movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. So in a minute here, this sub is gonna fill with water. Okay? And this is fascinating to me. And, and I think it's this scene. They were they were in the in the behind the scenes thing they were talking about, filming on wet sets and dry sets, and they're <laughs> ow. And there's that guitar string. Hmm. Pow, pow, pow. So they were um, talking about how when they needed to fill something very quickly with water, you couldn't pump water in fast enough. Holy crap, that looks like that hurt when it speared him right through the
0: shoulder.
1: <laughs> um, and so what they would do, instead of trying to pump in enough water, they actually built the set so the set could be lowered into a pool of water. So rather than pumping water in, they would actually lower the set so wa- the water of just the fills in naturally, fills it right in. And I think this is one of the scenes where they had to do that. Because they just couldn't get enough water in there fast enough, which is fascinating to, to think of all the moving parts in this thing, right? You know, Well, here they're obviously pumping water because they, they popped a hole in the sub. But in a minute here, the, the sub is going to start filling with water.
2: This must oh, have been we- such a uh, – yeah, just having to work with water just uh, – must have been such a pain in the ass. Just everything's wet, just that, like just that shot of him, of, of Jason Momoa climbing the ladder and just right. having to get that. You got to get that in one take because if you don't, you got to dry him off and reach, you know, like, good oh, Lord. They
1: said James Wan liked to do a lot of takes, oh, actually, oh, Lord. Uh, and I'll tell you about more of that when we get to the bar scene. You ask but... the sea
2: for mercy. So what do you think of that? What do you think about this, this beat that he lets black man, uh, he does the whole uh, Rayshad Ghoul thing. I, I don't have to save you.
1: I don't actually have that much of a problem with it Okay, because, right. I mean, I, I think these are seriously bad dudes, as you said, murdering people left and right, right? And so leaving them to die in a situation they created themselves isn't that horrible, you know? Well,
2: plus, it's his arc. I mean, you know, by the end of the yeah. film, he will show mercy. So, right. I mean, that's part of
1: it. Here's the. Well, depends on who you are. If you're a, if you're a, a trench, he doesn't show any mercy. Well, no,
2: but I mean, he shows mercy to Orm when he could have yeah. killed him. So, I mean, that.
1: It's, that... His, it's his own freaking brother, though.
2: Well, yeah. All right. But still. Here's dad's going to blow himself yep. up.
1: Yeah. It's got hey, the dad's thanks, got the dead man. switch. Okay. Damn. you! What's I'm going to say to. That's what I'm going to say to Rob when Rob kills himself to save me.
2: So. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh huh. I see it happening. Okay. Any
1: day now. Any day. I'm hoping, at least.
2: I think you. I think this commentary is going to kill you. Really, I think that's more of a likely scenario. Yeah, it's quite possible. We only nah, have another. It's
1: a good movie. We only have, have
2: another movie. two hours to go, Shang. Oh
1: my god! Okay, so here's where the sub's <laughs> filling with water so quickly. Right, they can't pump the water in. Uh, at least I think this is the shot. The shot. Hold on here. Oh, he looks so mad. He's like, "My daddy's dead. I'm gonna be so pissed." <laughs> actually, the, so.
2: He's already a supervillain.
1: Right. Now he's a super villain with uh with a motive.
2: Yes. Well, because it's uh Jeff John's related storyline, people with daddy issues.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I was wrong. It's not the uh, I love this part where he's dragging all the lifeboats at super speed. That's awesome. Um just be like one of them didn't flip and the guys Whoa! skip like eight times. <laughs> so I guess that wasn't the scene where the but where the thing fills with water. I'll let you know when we see it.
2: Okay. And so. dad's still waiting on the dock.
1: Yeah, well, clearly older now. Yep. He's got the little hat. He looks rougher. He doesn't have the CG on the face. The sun looks fake, though. And then... What's up, Aquaman?
2: <laughs> why does he have boots? <laughs> like, why, why is he... I mean, I know he's super powerful, so it doesn't really slow him down, but it doesn't make a lot of sense to have boots on when you're swimming water. It's,
1: it's not very fun to walk in shoes that are full of water no. okay so here we go we're in the bar now right okay and it, it opens with momoa drinking this whole beer right mm-hmm. well apparently Juan wanted to do this scene several different ways and several different times oh, boy. Momoa, and Moa, momoa said i don't th- i don't know if he's really drinking beer or not but he's basically pointing out that it's fine the first few times but no matter what you're drinking coffee tea soda beer water anything you drink that much of it and it oh, gets yeah. really uncomfortable yeah and so yeah, he was talking about how that 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 got to be a fun. But then it then they got all silly and laughing because apparently apparently he really is uh, larger than life and fun.
2: Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely get that vibe from him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, when the movie came out, there was a little bit of that awkward press about him and Amber Heard though, where they were talking about he how he would hide like, because she loved to read on the set. Yeah. He would like hide her book or tear pages out of it, that and, and suddenly like became, a dick move.
2: No doubt, that it did like a dick move.
1: But every other, and, and all of a sudden, everyone was like, "Oh, is he an ass? You know, is he terrible to her? Because you know it's ego." But that is the only negative thing I've ever heard. Everything else I've heard has always been positive. And so, plus,
2: plus, you don't know the—you the, didn't know the context. They may have had a real kind of faux adversarial relationship, and that might have been, you know, his way of kind of dinging her a little and not really being a dick. So we, you know, you hear it by itself, it sounds bad, but maybe it was, you know, it's like she just kind of took it in stride as kind of a joke.
1: I mean, look at look at you and me. Uh, you know, some people think we genuinely hate each other. I mean, yeah. they're right.
2: Yeah, but. right. Exactly. This was this was another moment that I really liked. I liked all this because you think that it's going to go one way, and then, of course, in a moment, we're going to see it's going to go another. But I liked. I I liked, you don't think it's, it's too cutesy. No, I think it's funny. I I liked that it's your your your. I remembered watching this in the theater, thinking, "Oh God, I'm going to we're going to get another fight scene already." Like right, it just was kind of like I, his phone is pink. I love that. I felt like I was ahead of the movie, yeah. And I, I didn't want to be ahead of the movie. I like when movies are ahead of me, and then it turns into a fun thing, which is cute. And then I like all the still shots. which the still
1: shots even funner. Are, yeah, yeah the still fun. shots are what makes it. Because like at first I was like, ah, it's kind of cutesy, but then when they're partying together, it's yeah, freaking yeah. hilarious.
2: Yeah, and that's that's really. I mean. I mean, they. I mean, they would kind of do the same thing. I love it over time. Yeah, there he's there now. He's into it. That's great. And
1: the Duck Dynasty guys partying. Yep. Yeah,
2: it's a little bit like the scene in Endgame where the kids come and ask the Hulk for photos. You know, Sing. oh jeez, green. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your mom; she knows better.
1: Some there so we go. Now we're version. now we're going down to the uh, Atlantis, and we're going to go to this area where there's all the old statues, right? Look at that seahorse. Man, that's badass. Oh, my God. This and, and here, comes, here comes the music, too, coming up. It's amazing.
2: This is really – this is the beginning of the movie where James Wan is just going – and I forgive the pun, but, like, really going neck deep with this. Like, like look, this is a crazy world. Here's Patrick Wilson, yep. uh, familiar with playing uh, comic book actors, of course. Uh, uh, Willem Dafoe. The legendary Willem Dafoe is Volko. Yes. I can't believe I get to say that. Volko. Volko's Who did Patrick in a movie. Wilson play? Night Owl.
1: Oh, and, Vol- and uh, William Dafoe played... Uh, Green um, Goblin. Green Goblin. By yeah. the way, the statues, real quick, just in case you get another shot of them. One of the statues is headless. I didn't know that. And that is specifically supposed to be the Forgotten tribe. Oh,
2: okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. So, or the oh, lost tribe, or whatever it is. Apparently. And
2: here's another super. The Punisher
1: playing. Yep, there you
2: go. <laughs> playing King Nereus,
1: but anyway, like you see the one on the far right, no head.
2: Oh yeah! Oh there! Yeah, look at that.
1: That's oh, the lost yeah, tribe, and the that. head is that okay. way on purpose.
2: Okay, but I mean, really, at this point, James Wan is just simply saying, "Look, this is a crazy world, and let's just not apologize for it. Let's just yeah. make it as ridiculous as it is. It's people riding seahorses, seahorses with armor on it." It, let's just go with it, and i that's what I sort of like about it is like they don't he's not hedging his bets. it's just this is Flash Gordon underwater, and if you don't like Flash Gordon, maybe you don't like it, but I do like Flash Gordon, and I sort of appreciate i mean this is more serious than that, but it's just that same kind of like let's just accept this crazy world and i I like that because you're gonna have to it's Aquaman it's not meant to be serious.
1: We kept saying Game of Thrones underwater, and they 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 tried to tap into that with the different kingdoms and stuff like that. So, all right, check out the hair, right? Which one? Who? I, I, well, uh, not, not Volko because he's got his head back in a little knot
2: or – No, look at or, Nieris's hair. Sure, okay. let's start with that. Yeah.
1: So all of that is fake, every bit of it. And they said there are something like 500 shots of hair, I want to say, or something like that in this movie. Uh, and, and all of the hair had to be CGI'd and they said at some point uh, ILM even got to the point where they sort of invented new technology to to keep up with it or to to adapt to it because there's so much of it going on and it, it all looks so realistic i mean i for you know at first you notice it but then i quickly forgot yeah me too that, yeah yeah and also they had to do the hair animated and and, and the fact is really when you're underwater your hair doesn't like, like his, his hair is sort of, kind of hanging out where it should be. In reality, it goes everywhere and gets in your face, gets in your eyes, everything. But they, they, they did a great job of keeping it where it needs to be.
2: Yeah, it flows like it's uh, all of a piece, which, yeah, which of course it doesn't do. They must right. have been, they must have been thrilled that Patrick Wilson they gave warm, they you know the pulled back right look. So they have oh, to do, there's oh, explosions. The first of many, not the first, but the second of many, many explosions in this movie.
1: Yes. So this this is great. Where if you'd been paying attention earlier, you'd pick up on the submarine and you'd be like, "Wow, this is a second submarine already in this movie." That was mm-hmm. you know, huh? But then you obviously you realize that that submarine was captured by Black mana. So,
2: wow, this is all right. A lot of destroy- I mean, I, uh, I, 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 what do you think about? I guess that you had to do Ocean Master as your main story, not Black Mana. Because uh, well, you're going to do the origin of Aquaman You have to do all of this
1: I, I don't know that you had to do Ocean Master But I think it. I think it's the right balance I think whoever was so adamant About only doing one of the characters was wrong I think doing both the characters is exactly the right way to go So uh, by the way, here we go This is incredible with the Trident going up against the submarine mm-hmm. And he's just tearing open The side of the submarine Just like, damn, that's so cool Valkyrie, v-
2: Valkyrie the, would do the same trick Against Thanos' ship in oh, yeah. Avengers okay. Endgame
1: Yep And and he's riding this giant sort of, uh, you know, alligator-type creature, which just looks so cool. Like, I love that Juan took the time to design different creatures for different kingdoms. Like, you know, he's riding an alligator, whereas Nerus was riding the the seahorses. Somebody Um, – oh, go ahead. You were starting to ask about, like – uh, uh, Ocean Master and, and Black Man. I, I didn't know. I thought you were going to ask questions about the explosions, but like this movie is just explosion after explosion after explosion after explosion, and I think it's okay. You know, it's it's almost it, it, there's was times where like maybe on the fifth time I saw it, I'm like, okay, is this is this too much? But I don't think it is. I think it keeps you from knowing exactly what's going to happen at any given time. There's always going to be something shocking.
2: I do think there is a point. And we'll get to it uh, many hours from now. Yes. I, think, oh,
1: Mara. I, I think
2: there is a point where it does get a little like, all right, stop. Just uh, enough set pieces, you know, kind of like that. But we're not there to ship. But, yeah, okay, here's Amber Heard as, as Whoa. Mara. Whoa,
1: Take a deep breath. <laughs> so how far are those boobs actually pushed up? I mean, that's <laughs> that's just crazy. They're like almost in her throat. <laughs> so I guess this was, uh, if I remember right, this is some of the earliest shots they did. And uh, the costume was very uncomfortable. Apparently, her costume continued to evolve throughout the filming of the movie. Hmm. They kept designing newer ones because it was so restrictive at first, and then they, she couldn't sit down for a long time. She had to lean against stuff in between takes. Oh, and wow. here's your references to the Justice League movie.
2: Yeah, yep. Hey, people, this, this did bother people why her hair is a red that does not exist really in nature. Uh, well, like, why not give her an actual red headed hair as opposed to this? magenta thing going on. I call uh, it red but Yeah, but I I don't know. I just took it like this is a crazy comic book with crazy comic book colors and this is a woman who has hair color that, that looks like that. Yeah, no, it doesn't exist in real life, but this isn't real life. So what's the difference?
1: You know what what made me uh, someone else said this to me and it and it resonated which was when you go underwater, you know uh, the the light palette changes colors. Colors look different underwater and red is actually the first color that goes when you go underwater. So maybe you could argue nature evolved in such a way with this super bright red so that it still appeared red underwater. Mm. It, it just a mild red underwater. But when you come to the surface, it just happens to be so incredibly vibrant for that reason.
2: All right. I'll, I'll buy it. Why not? I like it. Yeah, why not? Now, this whole thing with the Trident, this is so big on the Trident. Somebody asked this, this years ago because mm-hmm. we've been doing fire and water forever at this point, but when did the Trident, becomes such a big thing to Aquaman because it really wasn't in the early days or at least for the, actually the early days for many decades, it was not he didn't. And I, I think it goes back really. I think it starts with the superpowers action figure because he needed a weapon. He needed, they needed to give him something to do. And I think they gave him the trident. And after that, I think is when they started putting him in the comic book with the trident everywhere. And now Jeff Johns made it the central focus of the character. But before that, he really didn't, you didn't see him. Carrying that thing around, it wasn't like it was his utility belt. He really didn't so have it very much.
1: Was it the Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, praise be his name, art that did it, or the action figure that did it? Uh, well, I
2: think the, those two have, are pretty connected. I mean, it's nope. part of the reason right. that they had that. But I really think that's where it began: is that they Kenner kind of realized we got to give this guy something because you know every most of the characters got you know Hawkman got a mace and Green Lantern yep. got the green uh, power battery, and everybody you know a lot of the characters had something. I think they.
1: I, you know, I got to put so. that on hold for a second. I got to talk about this. So, uh, what we're seeing on screen here is the ships have just arrived. The Atlantean ship has just come to meet Black Man in the middle of the ocean, and I just love the light, the the bright, bright, you know, blue and pink lights and stuff like that of the uh, of the Atlantean technology. And here he's talking to Patrick. Will, uh, is it Patrick Wilson? Patrick Wilson. In a, yeah. In a, in a like a water hologram. Yeah, it's cool. It's a neat and, and I just the, I love the bright, bright, bright. You know, almost like a Apple Store mm-hmm. look. Uh, of Atlantean technology i just think it looks so clean and so cool
2: yeah that's a neat looking shot it looks looks very yep. close encounters
1: yeah yeah okay so the trident yes yeah. so, uh, and and was it brightest day or was it the aquaman new 52 series that made the trident actually magical
2: i think it was in uh you know i think it was the the the, the series because the in the okay in the he uses it in Brightest Day, but I don't think they really get into it. I don't. I haven't read that in a long time, but
1: here's the Wall of Water. Here we go. Oh, that's not good. And all those birds was a great foreshadowing, and seeing that battleship or whatever they're just whatever that is trawler getting smashed into the rocks.
2: He is not so cool. looking at the road as he's driving.
1: That's, that's true. That's but not a good idea. So when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, that is complete bullshit." He cannot outrun that wave. And then, oh, he doesn't. Okay. Well, <you>. Boom. Jesus. glad they're wearing their seatbelts. Um, oh, and a light pole carries Aquaman away. Kind of convenient.
2: That's nice. I like that's a good shot.
1: Yeah. I like that he cares about his dad. Yeah. Nice uh, you know, daddy issues as we talk about Jeff Jones. But...
2: So, again, Aquaman has super speed. He yes. does not swim fast, as we've established. He actually flies through the water because he's not ah. kicking... He's not moving his arms. He's just flying through the wire. We go. Yes,
1: there we go. And then oh, Mara shows how Mara. badass okay. she is. Right. Oh Here my god! Go. And her, the music's coming up now. At this point, it's just so dramatic. You got to get the soundtrack. It's so
2: good. This is. These are just Ivan Reese Joe Prado drawings, and Rod yes. Rodriguez drawings come to life. This is just.
1: That is absolutely this true. This is
2: completely. This is completely Rodriguez's color palette. Uh, yeah. This is just, good this point. Is, this is just these three guys. I mean, I know they worked on the movie. They did. They straight up did. So I mean, yeah. it's not like they're stealing anything, but I mean, it's it's kind of amazing, really, to think how much <laughs> you can translate this stuff.
1: Did you see her trying to run in those shoes? That mm-hmm. was hilarious. It's <laughs> just like clap, so clap, hard, clap, so, clap, hard to, so hard to run in those shoes. They just given her the flipper feet, you know. Well,
2: she's short, and they're trying to get her somewhere near his height, which is hard because he's tall. So those things are probably like a foot high. Those they're, they're really high. high. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sucking the water out is a is a great trick. I mean, we've seen her, we've seen her do that lots so yeah. in the comics, but. Just look! What a great way to demonstrate her power. So, do they say in this movie at all that her power is common to everyone in Zebel, or unique to her? I don't remember them mentioning it. Or talking I don't about remember.
2: That yeah, I don't remember whether they get into it or not.
1: Or they discuss why she's a you know if if it's just her, is she a freak? I don't even know your name. So is Imera with the Y? Is that legit? Is that have we seen that
2: before? I think that's made up. I think they just okay. came
1: up with that. I think that's yes, I'm getting into my second
2: uh, thing can... okay all right no bathroom break shag you're just gonna have to go i'm just uh, gonna you're,
1: we're not well you know what movie. i can just take the headset and the tablet you, you guys don't mind dude <laughs> okay i'm sorry amber heard is smoking hot i mean just yes she's
2: effective. very very attractive i i honestly can't tell whether she's a good actress or not because i've never seen her in anything where i was like
1: She's wow. busy looking at how hot she is? Uh,
2: no, it just I just I don't think I've seen her in anything that really would test her metal exactly. I mean, I don't think this film requires, you know, you to be some master thespian, and I don't think she's given any dialogue that is particularly right. memorable.
1: Table the Amber Heard thing. We'll come right back to it. So if we're seeing shots of all around the world of all this garbage that is just washed up. Atlantis is just basically taking the garbage out of the ocean and giving it back to us, right? This is astonishingly powerful. They have the ability to do this. First of all, how? And and second of all, if they are able to do that, you know, if they can cause as much destruction, what 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 do they need to do all this other stuff for? Why Mm. not just keep doing this? You know, and (laughs) completely screw up our coasts.
2: That's Randall Park, the actor, of course, from Fresh Off the Boat as Dr. Stephen Chin. Yep. Another, Another Jeff, Jeff, Johns, Jeff creation. Johns creation. Yep, 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 yep.
1: So, all right, Amber Heard. So, I think in this movie, I think she is a good actress, but I think she is, because they're trying to give her this regal thing, I think she's locked into some, like, Lucas, uh, George Lucas level dialogue. Well, that's what you know? I'm saying,
2: is like, I can't tell because it's like, you know, virtually any, it's Harrison Ford's old line about to George Lucas, you know, you can write this shit, but you can't say it. Right. And you know, you have to be a really good actor to pull it off. And I just don't know if Amber Heard is quite at that level, but I don't know too many people that would be.
1: Really good spinning effect here. Yeah. Where this it's, is, it's I like uh, Jason and, and Amber spinning and, and then it's suddenly uh William Dafoe and the little kid. Yeah. And it's it's really cleanly done. I wonder if they started making this movie and they realized they had something and they're like, We can put a hell of a lot more money into this, I think. <laughs> Okay, so this is important. I, I got to talk about this. So here we go. We're uh, we're under the water, and it's William Defoe and the little kid, right? Willem. This is Willem Defoe. What's it?
2: Willem, hmm? not William.
1: Yeah, it's Green Goblin. It's Green Goblin and the kid, <laughs> right? It's the guy who should have been the Joker in the nineteen eighty nine Joker movie. Yeah, I said it. He should have been the Joker in that movie. But anyway, um, Chris Franklin just lost his mind. So this is actually my favorite part of the movie. Um, right here. So it's the kid. He's swimming with Green Goblin. And because you won't let me say his name right. And you're getting the almost like 80s montage of how to use your powers kind of thing. And all the lights come up here. This is the second best part where all the lights come up and you, you see how people under the water see the bioluminescence yeah, and, the, and, the yeah, and how your cool. eyes just adjust. Yeah, this so is neat. This is great. But my favorite part's coming. Okay. And. I have seen this movie. This will be my sixth time, I think. Here it is, right here. He's he's jumping out of the water and he's swimming with with the dolphins. Mm-hmm. I'm getting verklempt. This is my Aquaman, right here. Okay, him swim with the Aqu- with the dolphin. I am legitimately tearing up. This is, <laughs> this is my Aquaman. Everything I've read for the last thirty five years, whatever. That's what I think of Aquaman. Him as, as the kid. And it goes back to the Peter David origin. Sorry, but uh, him swimming with porn and all that. That's that's what gets me. That's the most Aquaman thing in the movie to me.
2: I it it, it it's very similar, and this is meant as a compliment to to young Clark uh, racing the train in Superman. You know, it's yeah. like when you're a kid, that's what you would do with these amazing powers. You would do all this fun stuff. So yeah, you, they really put across the joy of it uh, here again. It's a young uh, Green Goblin here, de-aged, which they've done pretty <laughs> well with his with his yeah. little man bun.
1: And by the way, I keep making nods to Peter David, and and we keep giving credit to to Jeff Johns. I don't think Peter David actually – the filmmakers would give Peter David any credit during this movie. It only – everything I've ever watched, they only ever talk about Jeff Johns. They never talk about Peter David stuff, which is unfair because a lot of this is taken from his stuff as far as just the general look of Jason Momoa.
2: There was was a little gag that just went by. There was a fish there with its head caught in a uh, six-pack. Uh, the six rings you get off of like, oh, was a, it really? Yeah, I thought that was a nice little so, gag. Like, yeah, this is the crap that we're dumping in there. There it is. You just, they just did it there, it just went by again. Uh, okay. I think that's a nice little, it's a sad gag, but it's a, it's, a, it's a little gag of like, yeah, this is the shit that humans dump into the water. I thought that's a great, great little touch. And of
1: course, that was so, something so what's, Jeff, causing, what's causing the underwater waterfalls. Is that just dirt dropping? I, I don't know. But yeah,
2: that, I that, that was a whole idea that Jeff Johns had in the throne of Atlantis was that, uh, Atlantis could dump all the crap out of the seas onto the land and that would of course become a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Now this how they never made this toy, I don't <laughs> know. This seems designed to be a toy. This mirror ship, you know? I mean good. I love Lord. that it looks like a fish. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's a great design. Like I said, this seems to there there was there was an Aquaman line of toys. But it was very limited. Like, it was just like Aquaman, Mira, Ocean Master, Black Mana, and like, that was it. There were no, I don't think there were any vehicles, but I mean, this ship seems totally designed, very toyetic, as they say.
1: They could have built this uh, Coruscant Highway right here.
2: Here we go. Well, this so is th-
1: this this is a bit much to me. The the uh, the level of traffic going in and out of Atlantis just... just seems to be a bit too much.
2: <laughs> Isn't that the road they take to Asgard as well? Isn't that the uh, Rainbow it Bridge? It does look like a yeah. Rainbow
1: Bridge, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it looks more like Coruscant with the traffic in Coruscant in mm-hmm. one of the you know the Star Wars movies. But so there's also this interesting aesthetic where uh, all the different Atlantean groups have different looking vehicles, like uh, the big. Have you on it already? Oh boy. The main there kingdom of Atlantis on it already, everybody. Yep. The the main kingdom of Atlantis, their ships look like fish and things like that. You know, and then when you get to the brine they look crustacean like and then it's just there's it's just interesting the way they've designed all the different ships, so Someone looked like eels, you know, oh, so beautiful inside of Atlantis. Oh my gosh, yeah, this
2: is cool stuff. This
1: is neat. So they spent a lot of time thinking about like what would because we build stuff out of wood and stone, you know, whatever's laying around. Like there's a ship that looks like a fish. That's great. I mean, a turtle. Um, we build stuff out of our materials. So they said, okay, if they build materials using materials underwater, what would they use? Well, they, they're going to use coral. Right. They're going to use you know whatever other matter. And so they try to imagine what that would be like. And would the, would the stuff be alive if it's made out of coral?
2: I love all the turtles swimming by. That's cute. I like all that. They're towing stuff. There's a turtle towing towing some stuff. That's cool. I like that.
1: And the music is again so good. The score is so good in this movie.
2: Yeah, this is really neat. This is all this this is all really cool stuff. There's the visualization of this, the way I mean again, they have the comics to go on, but just being able to put it together and make it look somewhat like it's a real place that people really live in. That's hard to do, you know? And And, so like
1: now they're going deeper into the uh, the old kingdom. Old city. Old City yeah. part of Gotham. What do they call it in the comics? The the Barrows? The Narrows? Uh, Something
2: like that. I forget. Or the maybe
1: Ninth maybe. District or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Bloodhaven, I believe. I think it's right, that was yeah, it. I yep, yep, yep. That in Opal City. Yeah, yeah.
2: Remember, no. well, here we go. Now we're going to get out of the thing and then we're going to go into the,
1: the pocket. A lot of air pockets in this movie. Well, a lot of air pockets. There was a cleavage shot. Thank you, Mr. Wong. <laughs> and... So this is pretty cool, though, the way they walk through that water wall.
2: Yeah, it's cool. It's neat looking. Again, this looks like a, a playset that should have been made that never was. There should have been oh, the Aquaman galleon.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They talk a lot about building this galleon too. I mean, it's it's pretty much full size and a lot of breakaway boards because there's a big fight that happens here and stuff yep. like that. I like that Volko saves the
2: fish. I like that. Yep. The poor fish was flopping around. That's cool. He seems oh. to really be enjoying himself, Willem Dafoe. He really seems to have like this glint in his eye, and he's he's taking all this seriously. He's done a lot of crazy stuff. This guy. You know, he's been worked with Oliver Stone and Martin Scorsese and Lars von Trier, and here he is doing Aquaman, and he's giving it his all. I appreciate that. You know,
1: you think he would have had enough superhero movies?
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, checks clear either way, I guess. So what the hell?
1: Yeah. So here they're standing on the ground, but we've seen a lot of swimming, and and they uh, they have this. You know, you talk about wire work. Well, in their case, what they actually had was this thing that went around their waist. And they call it a tuning fork because you kind of sit in between the tuning fork. And it rotates and moves you around and stuff like that because they're so – I mean even just the commonplace walking around underwater stuff had to all be done on this you know, wire work or tuning fork to move around because just the basic movements had to all be done specially for underwater work. And uh, it's just amazing what they had to go through to make this movie. Mm.
2: I do, I do like the idea that Ocean Master is a title that you earn, yeah. uh, which is a way of getting the ridiculously silly name into it's the true. movie. Oh, here's a yeah. here's a gag. Here's a good. That's a funny I gag. I like this gag. I already got one of those. That's it's <laughs> funny. Okay, camera pans over. Not like this one. You don't. And now it becomes a little more video gamey. You got to get the thing to go be able to do the other thing. You know. But so. that's that's big budget screenwriting at this point.
1: So, where was Atlan first introduced in the comics? Uh, oh
2: God. I wish I could remember. Okay. I don't remember. Because uh,
1: Atlantis Chronicles was King Orin, not yeah. the King Atlan. Yeah,
2: no. It might have been.
1: But Peter David had Atlan the Wizard.
2: Yeah, I don't remember.
1: Oh, here we go. Here, here we get the history of Atlantis. This is. I dig this. And they were talking about how apparently at this point in their kingdom, you know, before it sank, they were on the verge of a. Digital revolution, like they were almost to the digital revolution, their kingdoms, which is pretty well, I mean. Yeah, I
2: mean, look, they've got mechanical ships flying around yep. here. I mean, clearly
1: steampunk see, robots. Steampunk. And,
2: now, at the same time as our Paradise Island, this is what's going on in the history of Paradise because we have the similar scene in Wonder Woman, which yeah, is the history of her people, and there's all this technology and all this stuff. So,
1: yeah, yeah. So I don't know what the timeline works out though, but yeah, it seems like they would yeah. have been maybe um, knew, maybe they knew each other, maybe they had a little uh, these you know ambassadorship. These all,
2: these all could have been toys. You guys really missed out on all this. the people dying. You want them to be toys? The ships, the the oh. the, the, the little at the ATST
1: walkers that yes. they had there. Yeah. It
2: could have been all toys.
1: And then I love this super speed, like in New York, being built shot. Yeah. underwater where we're seeing all the streaking lines, lapsed time. Yeah, yeah, up. it's yep. nice. It's cool. There's the fisherman little... supposed to be tritonous I guess. And he gets brine, Mm. and And here we are. So
2: again, this is the movie just completely like owning the nonsense of like, yeah, let's have fish people, let's have crab people. Little came up by the train. I just they're just like we're all in. We're just doing it.
1: Well, the fish people are supposed to apparently uh, kind of explain the the mermaid myths, right? So it's convenient that Volko has this giant recording disc and he's got this thumb drive. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, wow. So it is very much like, here's your mission, go do it. But don't you know what? Thing, yeah. I don't care. It was fun. I love, you know, being on the land. I love being underwater. I love going to the desert. I love going to the Indiana Jones underground place. I mean, it's just, it's so much fun. Italy, you know, it's, it's just a absolute great. Oh, there's another explosion. It's just <laughs> so much fun.
2: It's a capital A adventure movie. I mean, it's, yeah. it's what it is. It's like we're going to go all over the world. Oh, we're going to see.
1: You know, they're badass if they're moving in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> Border defense. So do they still have the little computerized mouth that sh- like moves when they talk? <laughs> so he's kicking all the ass here. There we go. So, all right, so here's another Aquaman thing. The back of these guys' armor, and this specifically, there, there's certain things here that are very reminiscent of the scavenger.
2: Hmm, yes.
1: You didn't notice that?
2: Yes, 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 yes.
1: So, the, especially the red guys are, are very – and this is Merc. This is Merc right this here, buddy. Everyone's favorite, everyone's, Merc. everyone's
2: favorite Merc.
1: And he loses his <laughs> hand in this movie, doesn't
2: he? <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure he does. I think so, yeah. So, um – Oh, such good sword. I mean, the the way these this sword fight happens, and and the shots where they do the aerial shots, or they show him you know spinning the swords and the camera moving around. This is much better way. Oh no, this is Murk. I'm sorry. This is a much better version of the fight we saw with his mom in the beginning.
2: Yeah, it's a little less video gamey. It just yeah. seems a little less. Yeah.
1: There's Murk. There we go. Everybody's favorite. I like Murk. I love the way he developed, too. He started off as a total chump, but then he developed and he was, you know, obviously making fun of the Peter David. So if you don't know who Merck is, Merck is in the comics. Uh, Jeff Johns introduced him as a soldier, and it was clearly intended to – oh, there you go. So the the fist thing sucked water in. So then when he punched it, that somehow he converted the water into energy.
2: He powered up.
1: Yeah. So uh, anyway, Merck was designed to sort of mock the Peter David era of Aquaman. But he, uh, I think they developed him well. And Jeff Parker did more mm-hmm. with him too. That's right. Night Night Aquaman.
2: (laughs) So, I mean, we talked about this uh, when we did the commentary, but, like, I mean, what's your. uh, Does it bother you that Aquaman in this movie doesn't look like what we know of Aquaman? I mean I know I guess he kind of does from your version of Peter David but I mean the persona that he's kind of like a big bro dude is not Aquaman even remotely sure. and does, does that bother you does it does it hold up for you now that you've seen the movie a bunch of times
1: the the well it's it's like any superhero movie where they really change a character right you know it's like okay well this this is a perfectly acceptable version of Aquaman for me however is this my aquaman no um, visually, I don't mind. Visually, I'm fine with it because it is a lot like the Peter David Aquaman, which is very important to me. But the um, but his his bro attitude, no, nah, that's, that's not Aquaman at all. To okay, me. all right, yeah. yeah. But but I also don't hate it because this movie is so entertaining. I, if if the only Aquaman we had gotten was the Aquaman from Justice League, then I probably would have hated it. I probably would have been like, oh, that was a stupid because Aquaman was all like, yo, uh, you know, uh, my man, and right, that kind of garbage. Right. But here, we got such a great movie out of it. It's like, okay, you know mm-hmm. what? This, this guy's a total bonehead who I wouldn't want to hang out with in real life. But I, I can accept him for what he is, this version of Aquaman. By the way, these chains seem really impractical. <laughs> they, these guys having to hold them in place. And they, let them, they they have enough give for you to get right up there, right up
2: to the – Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. like, why would you give him that much room?
1: So this is the first point in the movie where we figure out that Mara is hooked up with Orm. We don't right. realize that at this right. point. We're like, oh.
2: I love the gleam in Patrick Wilson's uh, eye. He has the, the look of a true believer in his face, which I like. I yeah. like the, his performance of this is a guy who does not doubt his, uh, his superiority at all. Uh, he just yeah. has the kind of messianic look, which I like.
1: Now look at the way Patrick Wilson's moving. He's swimming. He's moving his arms and legs, and he's Mm -hmm. just kind of bopping around. All of that had to be done on uh, a piece of machinery to Mm -hmm. move him around. Just something that simple is him moving around the room. So if they had a mechanical hiccup or if it jumped just not quite smooth enough, they had to redo the whole shot even if he delivered his lines perfectly. (laughs) Call whatever you want. I call it an ass-whooping. Here this this stuff's crazy.
2: This These kind of look this, like this, uh, Alex Ross paintings almost.
1: A little bit. So this is the crux of the movie here. He wants to challenge Aquaman so that he can be the king of all right. the kingdoms. And then he's going to go around and gather all the armies because he needs everyone else. Like he needs all of the armies to defeat the Brine because the Brine are so powerful. So he needs everyone else's help to defeat the Brine just to get everyone together. And then he can be an ocean master. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like he's <laughs> love that look. He he never blinks. Patrick Wilson as Ocean Master never blinks, which I like. It just, just Interesting. stares, very creepy. Okay. Challenge has been made, and I accept the ring of what? Yeah, <laughs> the ring.
1: <laughs>
2: down, 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 and a burning ring of fire.
1: So now we're going dead, descending into this pit of weapons. I mean, there's just weapons everywhere. <laughs> Got to get
2: the stings. Gotta get things. This is, video games have really influenced movies in a lot of ways.
1: So, but here, you know, you, everything's being lit. This again, this is a clever thing. Like, how do you light this room? You know, what's going to create the bioluminescence in this room? Oh, glowing jellyfish.
2: I would have loved if the camouflage shoot had just been hanging somewhere. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Great.
1: <laughs> By the way, do you notice here? Just look around. Like the look around, or um, uh, I called him Orm. Sorry, uh, look around, Volco. And oh, well, now we're back on the beach. But uh, you can anytime they're underwater, there's particulate matter just floating mm-hmm, around in the water mm-hmm. around them. It's really well done. It's one of the ways they decided to help them always show they're underwater.
2: All right, now we're down to the training montage. Looks pretty. I mean, cool this is
1: this is beautiful. This this Pacific island or whatever they're on because there's palm trees. They're obviously not in Maine anymore. No, they obviously went for a swim and showed up somewhere. And then here's the, the cool staff water trick, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but it looks great.
2: What do you mean it doesn't make a lot of sense? I mean, of course well, it like doesn't. Well, he blocked anything,
1: you... apparently. Well. Like, you know, the kid goes flying backwards because he's spinning a trident. Yeah. And, he does, and, it, and it, like, there's not even an apparent slowdown on the spinning of the trident. <laughs> I wonder if Defoe had to learn that trick, like he's because you know, or if he just moved his hands and they CGI'd the whole thing. I'm betting that's all. <laughs> that's you, don't, you don't think he spun a sta- like a rod or something? Eh, probably.
2: Yeah, he probably did. He probably did. Okay. just to, just to have the hand motion because if you're not holding something, it's going to be impossible to keep your hands in the right position. So yeah, he probably they gave him like a you know a broom here yeah. twirl this and some nerds will try. <laughs> Come on, Green Goblin. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what they yeah that's what they called him.
1: I'm sure they did. So you know, one of the things is, too that's also really cool about this—the whole Atlantean stuff—is you know they they've got energy weapons and water weapons and all this stuff, and yet there is a dependence upon classic weaponry of swords, in in and tridents. It's just it's kind of a cool melding of uh, the the ancient being still equally important. Yeah, I don't like man buns.
2: <laughs> no, I I just I just I mean. I, I think they look a little silly, but at the same time, this is like a you know. I mean, Toshiro Mifune had one in Seven Samurai; he didn't look silly, so that's what they're trying to evoke.
1: He's, well, that and man buns are popular. So.
2: Yeah, well, well, that's the that's what to me. I you know, <clears throat> mean, he's not trying to be a hipster, which to me makes him <laughs> makes him look silly. He's not uh, he's not making coffee somewhere. He's you know he's he's trying to recall an ancient you know ancient warrior, and then they had that. Yeah. So there you go.
1: By the way, the outfit he's wearing there. Oh, like there's like a little bit being he's only on one shoulder. There's a little bit of a hint of uh, the Peter David Aquaman look.
2: Absolutely, there's no, I, there's no doubt about that. No doubt yep.
1: about that. Aw, oh, here's a beautiful outfit. tracking device I'm giving you because <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How long did it take her to get
1: that outfit on? Good lord! Right, with all the uh, floating. Like, I, I, I feel sort of bad. It's like here we're gonna enslave these jellyfish to be part of your dress. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, jeez. So they knew Atlanta, or Atlanta. So what they're saying is, Mara knew and grew up with Nicole Kidman. I,
2: I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: That's what she said. She said everything. You know, I, when when we were together, everything we, we that your that your mother taught us. And he says the mother was a traitor. So.
2: I like that line. Do I just kick your ass right here? That's okay.
1: good. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> My betrothed, betrothed, what? Hot girls with the bad guy? No, that's not fair. Yeah.
2: Sometimes, Um, sometimes I do have to, sometimes I do have to sit back and just think about that I'm watching a movie. With Aquaman and Ocean Master in it,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know yep. I mean, like, we're was... not just watching a movie; you're watching a billion. dollars
2: you know, I mean, like, it just seems crazy. You get used to this stuff because we've been living in this world for so long now. But every so often, I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this. This was something that nobody but hardcore nerds knew about, and now here it is. <laughs> well, all before at these- this point, it was you know it was joke and Entourage, you know. I was even happy for that that people even knew what it was. I mean, think about yeah. it not that long ago, nobody even knew any of this. I mean, you knew Aquaman, but that was it. But now it's
1: certainly didn't know Ocean Master. No, uh, didn't no, know yeah, Black none of, none of this. Mera, for goodness' sakes. No, say. no, yeah. Now, now Mera's, You know, I don't know if it's a mm. household name, but it's. I think everyone knows who she is as much as Aquaman. Yeah, she's and... a
2: she's a she's a a, a valuable IP yes. to, to the Warner yes. Brothers Corporation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it is. I mean it's what these characters are. I mean I'm not foolish enough to think otherwise. These char- these are all properties that are owned by a corporation and they're like, hey, we can make some money out of these things. Now, you know, luckily if they do a good job of them, but I mean I'm glad the little kids know about Mira. That's great. That's 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 super cool.
1: So until we get our Firestorm movie. Um yes. I i I do sort of, like you said, take for granted. Like when he started appearing on Flash and then Firestorm that is, and started appearing on Legends tomorrow. I, I started taking it for granted after a while, and it's mm-hmm. like really firestorm. My guy is on freaking TV He's every on TV week, show, and I'm taking yeah. it for granted. Yep, yep. So
2: it's amazing. Yeah. It really is. They the think about that. This stuff is so prevalent now. You can pick and choose what you want to watch, which is
1: crazy. I was I was thinking about that today because you know I was jogging and I finished. Um, Crisis. I finished the Titans and I'm like, well, what do I watch now? I guess I'll watch The Mandalorian now. And it's just like there's so much yeah. content, nerd content out there. Yep. <laughs> I love this. Aquaman's you know, the, the cheering and the music and then suddenly so you cut back and there's silence. The cheering's gone. The music's gone. And Aquaman just goes, shit. shit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this whole Ring of Fire battle's great. Uh, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. So, alright. So we talked about this, these valuable IPs and stuff like that. So Aquaman is so well-known that when they did this TV show, The Titans, they didn't skip a beat when they introduced Aqualad. They didn't make him a joke. They didn't make any of the introduction there awkward at all. It's just like, hey, here's Aqualad, and he's a badass, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you are okay with that. There was not even a moment of like, oh, he talks to fish. It was just – oh, this is great. I love the – my daughter made me freeze frame this. The scoreboards (laughs) where it says – you know, he calls Aquaman half-breed. Surface dweller, yeah. yeah. Pros, none. Oh, there's Topo.
2: Oh, yeah. Here we go. This is, there we go. We are a goddamn octopus playing the drums.
1: You right? know? I know. <laughs> My brother asked me, he's like, because he saw me freak out. I'm like, he's like, is, is that a thing? The, the drums and the octopus? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's oh, a thing. Yeah. Yep. That's a thing.
2: That's a thing. <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, so the scorecard was great when it gave all the pros and cons of of the two characters. That was hilarious. That's a, that's a good pausing moment for you folks at home. I'm not allowed to pause because Rob won't let me. No, no, we're Even doing this straight. on the yeah. uh, but I won't. <laughs> So is Amber Heard wearing a wig? I guess is this is this? She didn't wear yeah. hair this color. No,
2: no, she? yeah, no. She's probably got yeah, she has some sort of wig on or something like that.
1: Because so it looks pretty real. I mean, the way it you know when when she's on the surface and it's you know it looks hmm. connected to her head. I mean, you know.
2: They could have sold this figure, Aquaman in battle armor. The they helmet really thing? Yeah, they could have. That helmet looks familiar. Is that reminiscent of something? Uh, I just think it looks. I've seen it just in a lot of other things. I can't think of it okay. exactly. Yeah, this is a good fight. Yeah. This is good. This is well done. Now there's a lot of slow
1: mo here, but that's okay. It looks
2: cool uh, in this. I don't like slow mo. I don't know why they.
1: Well, it's better than the Transformers nonsense where you can't tell what's going on. I guess.
2: I mean, I get, yeah. I mean, I guess there's something to that. I mean, Chris Nolan, like never in three movies, couldn't figure out how to shoot a Batman fight scene. So (laughs) I guess there's something to that of slowing it down and just allowing you to see what's actually happening.
1: So all the flipping around, Now some of this is obviously CGI, but some of this is actually the guys, all the flipping and the spinning and stuff like this. That's these guys on wires, you know, on on this, on this tuning fork having to spin around and around and around and around and not throw up. Hmm. It's amazing. You know, all none of this is standing on the ground. Not a bit of it.
2: You have to there th- we go. I, that's good. I, I, this is great. This is a great dramatic scene.
1: going towards the lava. Very exciting.
2: Yeah, having his neck caught of the the trident is that's a great bit. Boom.
1: And boom. Convenient that he's able to stop at the last second. There you go. And he picks up the lava and throws it. <laughs>
2: You have to think, too, if you're an actor, right, like you wanted to do Shakespeare and all this stuff. Now you have to learn to practically be a stunt person, like all this crazy stuff you have to do now. Oh, you and get be, your body into peak physical. That, flips, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to oh, this. Here we go. This was the, the big crowd, trailer moment. The, the crowd. Th- yeah. 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 Yeah, the oh. th- yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a big bit in the trailer.
1: So I have often argued, and this is about to be relevant, that Aquaman is not the hero of the movie. That Mara is the hero of this movie. <laughs> here you go. This is it right here. Mara's leaving the, the box, right? She's leaving the box uh, because she's had enough of this crap. Aquaman sort of like stumbles his whole way through this movie. Like stuff just happens and he has to react to it. He sort of dumb luck finds his way through the movie. Almost nothing in this movie is him strategically planning anything. No, not at right? all. Whereas Mara, in just a second, she's gonna. She just left. She just had enough. She's leaving the royal box. She's gonna go get her car and come in here. She is genuinely making a sacrifice. She is deciding to end her life here. You know, she's 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 uh, engaged to uh, to 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 Dillweed here and uh, Mister Trident (laughs) Breaker. She's engaged to this guy, and she is gonna throw it all away for this long-haired, you know, air-breathing idiot. And uh, well, she's and, known and she, for a very, very short period of time, right? So she makes the, the the big sacrifice. Aquaman doesn't sacrifice anything; he just stumbles his way through the movie. So he, so he broke the trident, and he's just having a little primal scream moment there. Yeah,
2: I mean that that is that that, that is that goes against the thing I said about that. I'd really be okay with not seeing another Aquaman movie. I would love that is the one thing i wish they would do if they did do aquaman 2 and we can get into about where, why i think that movie's never actually going to happen um, i think it's going okay. to i don't believe it is but uh, but i would like to see a, a more wizened aquaman uh yes. the, the, but now whether jason momoa can play that i don't know he's never been given the opportunity so I don't know whether he can or not, but I I have a hard time believing that he really would be that plausible in, in that part.
1: Okay, we got to talk about this amazing trap Mare just yeah. put Ocean Master in where she, she funnels him down, draws all the water out so he can't breathe, he's choking, and then she drops all the water on him. It's just a great, great trap. Okay, She's... so Momoa. Um, Yes, I think he's probably capable of playing a more... Put together, guy. I mean, he was—I've seen him in some other roles where he didn't wasn't the surfer dude. But unfortunately, you know, it made a billion dollars, so they want—they're going to want to give us more of what he's known for. So we're going to get more of yeah, probably.
2: Although they—they tamp that down in this movie. I mean.
1: The, as the that, movie goes along, the, yeah,
2: right. I mean, really, I mean, like I said, we, that was that was the whole joke that Luke Dobb was doing with the whole go deep, but that was, yeah. as you said, that was really the Justice League version, not so much this version, right? So, but even
1: here, he's full of comedy, he's silly, he's, yeah. you know, does
2: dumb things, talk about so, an ass whooping and stuff. So he's cocky, smelling his arm, you know, smelling yeah. his armpit,
1: and, yeah, okay, yeah, this is great. This chase through uh, Atlantis with these manta ships, um, or. Uh, uh, Mansa? Yeah, Mansa ships. Um, and then she's in the fish ship, and it just it looks beautiful. There's the giant Ferris wheel of energy or whatever, <laughs> carousel of life or something. Um, and then it's just stunning. Great action scene, you know, and then they almost make it and they just get winged, and they're like, ah, oh, damn it. You know, it's <laughs> so good. And there's Patrick Wilson. He's a dick. See, here you go. Sacrifice. He looks at her. He realizes that she has betrayed him, and he and she's looking at him and knows my life in Atlantis is over. Aquaman didn't sacrifice Jack. Mara did. Mm. You can't go over that wall. They've got the water cannons. You said so. (laughs) If you're if you're gonna introduce Chekhov's water cannon, Chekhov's water water cannon, you've got to use Chekhov's water cannon by the by the end.
2: Always got to do the thing that you just said you can't do. That's how, that's, that's again. Well, modern. they don't
1: make it over though. They fail. So they say we can't go over that wall, and they don't. They get shot down, and they have to hide in the lava. See, I See? love this
2: guy. I love his targeting computer. Right, <laughs> Orm, switch over targeting computer. What's wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I'm fine. <laughs>
1: So this is great. So I, I love seeing all the word shit all over the uh, all over the the closed <laughs>
2: Subtitles, yeah.
1: So they're jumping out, and here you go. Here comes your big voo 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 moment. You ready?
2: Here we go. This I wish they had done more of. I yeah. really like this moment. And of course, Aquaman talking to sea creatures. This is great. I, there you oh my there you go.
1: These Finny friends.
2: Yeah. I wish they had done more of this. This is pretty much the only moment where you get in any significant way. And I, I wish they had found time to, to do more of this. Cause that is such well, they, a part of the character for me.
1: Well, wait a minute. You got it in the beginning in, in the, in the, uh, in the aquarium.
2: Well, and he's then, not. Yeah, I guess. And then
1: you get it when he's talking to the, 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 to Mary Poppins. Y'all.
2: I get. Yeah, I guess. I mean, in a two and a half hour movie though, I, I feel like it's a bigger part of it. Like there's a lot more of him in a ship flying around, you know, yeah, than this. But, but I love him talking to the
1: but, but if the biggest thing to make fun of Aquaman is go talk to some fish, do you really want to play it up that much in the movie?
2: Yeah, because it's cool. It's, <laughs> you know, look at this. I mean he's swimming inside. Of... I like he just relaxes. He just Yeah. <laughs> that down. I like.
1: Oh here here we go. Here comes
2: Pitbull.
1: Here we go. It's not there yet. You're not even listening. You don't even have the sound up loud. No, I don't. <laughs> So I love how the ocean – my daughter's like, the ocean doesn't come to the desert. I'm like, well, in some places. There we go. <laughs> I'm down away from you.
0: Blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. I got to fill two hours, 23 minutes, <laughs> 17 seconds. So um,
2: Chicken's clucking. Thank
1: you. I do, like the, I do like the part where they walked out of the water. I thought it was kind of cool. It would be fun to be sitting on the beach like, what the hell is that? So she. I like the fact that she's kind of seasick being high in the air. That makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Here she's Princess Ariel. She's very much Princess Ariel with the yeah. red hair.
2: Where did they get these clothes?
1: Like uh it's it, a good question. They stopped
2: that at a gap, a Sahara gap on the way, or what happened here?
1: That is a very good question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, like they're on a cargo plane. I guess there's some clothes. So it's fine. A cargo plane of chickens. Cargo yeah. Well there's boxes full of stuff, you know, and there's always gonna be something. This is actually heading into my – well, not this part, but when they get to Italy. That's actually my favorite part of the movie.
1: Well, Italy's the the single Italy. greatest uh, action scene in any superhero movie. Yeah, game. yeah. Wow. Well, oh, yeah, even more than Endgame. Sorry. All right. Okay. Endgame, Endgame is a culmination of 20 movies. This is a great – as far as a standalone movie, it's the best superhero fight scene. Okay. Fight scene. All right. Fight scene. I wouldn't – That's okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Okay. But we'll get to that when we get to Sicily.
2: I would say the greatest superhero action scene of any superhero movie ever is the Superman saving the plane in uh, Superman Returns. But that's a
1: whole that's That is not, pretty amazing. That's Which not a wasn't fight scene. It wasn't even in the script. They came up with that at the last minute.
2: Which is – I don't even understand that because
1: – Well, like, it's the best part of the was, movie. It, what was there? You know, Like what, what, what the hell do you have there? <laughs> so apparently Merc like is operating all the technology.
2: Okay. What
1: the – I don't get Merck. What I don't I, – there, there's like a thing with him – with, like, the albinoness kind yeah. of thing going on? I don't <laughs> know what like, that's he's
2: like, about. He's in, like a, he's in, like, a punk band. Not a punk band. Like a... Almost like a goth. He's a... He's a I don't know.
1: He's a good... Creepy glue, blue eyes and stuff, yeah. too. I'd be like, dude, you put a tracking device on my daughter? So here we go. So we're going to the Fisherman's Kingdom. And I do like how, like, they're going along and you actually see giant kelp, like, being smacked out of the way. Like, it's so tall it's being moved out of their way. Well, we'll see in a second.
2: I can't even fathom the, again, the scale of these things. How do even how these movies make money anyway? They make money. There you go. You have There's to hire this many people to do them.
1: So do you think Patrick Wilson knows that um, Green Goblin's working against him at this point? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't believe he does. See, more wire work right there. Yep. yep. And there's a giant piece of kelp getting moved. Yep. So, um, this ship is designed specifically not to look like any sort of animal. It's supposed to look like an alien thing and it works well. <laughs> For tricorders, you know, zo- zooming in or, or getting them there. So what's about to happen here is like funny in the trailer, but I don't know that it, makes a lot of sense. So she, so she jumps out, which is fine. And he's like, what are you going to do? Redheads.
2: Yeah, that line makes no, it has. It doesn't make any or red sense. Redheads, you
1: got to love them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just, yeah.
1: And the it long just, shot of the goat, like, you know, am I next or something? I don't know.
2: Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. And then you, that line, uh, they needed a second pass there.
1: But I a, do love how the, their bodies are so tough, they can just crash into the sea. Yeah. Perfectly <laughs> fine. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> It's great. And then they just get up and get going because, yeah. you know, they're badass superheroes. <laughs> Sand, it gets everywhere.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, she's wearing a wig. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Somewhere in the Indian Ocean. Oh, this is okay. So this is, uh...
2: <sighs> How far are we? Where are we it's now? only another three hours.
1: Uh, an hour and thirteen minutes. Hey, we're like halfway. Alright. I'm doing alright. So uh so here we go. Black man is gonna get his super cool weapon. So this is cool. Alright. Although there there are a couple shots in this scene that they kinda hang on black man a little too long. Where he's like smirking at the camera like, Hey, I'm a badass. And then they they they, they could have pulled away sooner.
2: The next generation Atlantean soldier.
1: Yep. Telling you Scavenger. If they introduce scavenger, it's going to be based on this red armor. It's going to be like he used to be one of these soldiers or he scavenged the red armor. They're
2: not going to do scavenger. So don't worry about it.
1: Oh, no. Think about think about all the guys that die in Italy. So scavenger could have picked up one of the red suits of armor.
2: OK. Eh, well, they're not going to do it. So it's fine. You keep saying
1: that. But they're why not, are
2: you saying that? I don't believe there will ever make another one of these movies. I just don't all right, think so, so.
1: Should we have that conversation now? If you want. OK. By the way, this scene here reminds me of Mrs. of Science. <laughs> so there's the big rock, and he blows it up, right? And in Misfits of Science, they shoot the uh, the, the the neutron beam, and it blows off the top of the mesa. So I really, f- oh, there you go. That's too long. They held on that shot way too long. But the, I do love this whole thing. <laughs> he of really Black man. Yeah, this montage is fun. This is it's great of him world. rebuilding it. It shows how smart he is too.
2: Look at all the goo coming out, it's great. Yeah, yeah. this is this is fun. This is it
1: feels very eighties.
2: In a good way. Plus we never – we never see the villains like screw up kind of. The villains yeah. are always just – they they know how to make this stuff instantaneously and everything's per- – but I like that he messes up. You know, like the, the helmet is about to blow up You know, and he realizes, oh, that's why it's got to be so ridiculously large. And that's, well, that's right. Fun, yeah,
1: that's – yeah. In addition to messing up, you do get that moment where it explains why his helmet is so freaking yeah, big.
2: right. Yeah, I like I like that the metal I like that the metal was turned liquid a little like yeah. burning through that's fun. <laughs> it's cracked in half. Gonna need a bigger helmet.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fun. It's a good yep. yeah. It's a fun moment.
1: So I love. Okay, so here you go. Here's the other environments. If you follow the the Star Wars philosophy, you only normally get two environments per movie. In this one, you get at least what three or mm-hmm. maybe more. So it works out great. Look, Fight Club. He called her Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny bit. This this is a good scene for their chemistry. Again, not romantic, but there's a good on-screen chemistry here of just bitching with each other, like you know, brother-sister battle. And fighting that's, kind
2: of I'm glad you said that because yes, I agree with that. I think they I think they are fun together, but not at all romantically. You yeah. know, you don't buy them at all romantically. But, but I buy, yeah.
1: like I said, brother-sister kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Which, of course, you don't. That's not what you're trying to do in a movie where they have to be. You know. True acomer the big ro- i mean you know there was romance there was chemistry between gal gadot and chris pine you know yeah. but but uh, but not uh, not these two yeah oh so anyway the reason i say that they will never make another one of these movies is i think that uh i, I think that they put a lot of their chips on jason momoa being a big movie star mm-hmm. and he's not uh, I you know I think the fact that he has not been in a single movie since this movie, uh, and it suggests something about that he has I think relative limited appeal, uh, kind of. Oh, and here,
1: this, this this is a great ride right here. This Warner is, Brothers. This Put is, this at your Six yeah, parks this, Flags. Yeah, or whatever. this will be
2: part of the Aquaman stunt show that you can go on, right?
1: <laughs> but it's very Indiana Jones. You know, he 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 goes down there. He yeah, grabs her. He yeah. pulls her up here. Kingdom of the Deserters here. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. We gotta find the crystal I love Reese's. Uh, wait. Where is it? Oh, yes, look what I found. As if like he's, as if he got them there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love that. So, um, you know, just because he's not a superstar, I mean,
2: well, I'm not. I'm, that's not just that. Not just that. I think that I think Hollywood tends to think that if a movie made a ton of money then people want to see more of it. And I don't think that yeah. that's true. I think a lot of people go to a movie because it sounds interesting, but then they probably walk out and go, eh, I don't need to see that again. Or, eh, that was all right. I, I like, think about right after Wonder Woman was done, people mm-hmm. were like, I need to want more Wonder Woman. You know, do, like, there there is a cultural, there was sort of a cultural desire to see more Wonder Woman. Okay. I don't think there is for this movie. I think... And and believe me, it pains me to say it because it's Aquaman. I, I want there to be that, but I just don't think the world is like, oh man, I can't wait to see more of that. I think people enjoyed it and it made a lot of money because it was probably better than they thought it was, and it introduced them to things. But I just don't believe that this has this movie has much of a cultural footprint to where people are clamoring to see. More of it. I just don't think that's okay. the case, and so that's why I think. I mean, they've been talking about they were going to do a trench right. movie right after this movie made all this money. They're like, oh, we're going to do hold, a hold,
1: hold. yes. Hold on, we got to talk about this part here. So we're going to come right back to it. Don't worry, we got right. a lot. Of, okay. We got to fill all a lot right. of time. Don't worry. So, so the device isn't working. There's a great bit in here where you, she says, "You do your best thinking." Oh, I was thinking the the peeing lines coming up. That's my favorite part. That's that's, that's a fun, not fair, but that's a funny part. It's a very Momoa line. It shouldn't yes, be an Aquaman movie, but it's no. funny. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, yep. so fin- finish your thought, and I'll tell you why. Well, you're wrong, just
2: bro. I just think that it just I just don't think people want more of this. I just don't, and I almost think that James Wan was sort of betting that, and that's why this movie is kind of so overstuffed. I don't think an Aquaman movie needs to be two hours and twenty three minutes. Uh, I th- I think it's he kind of left every th- he didn't leave anything on the table. I think he's like he did. Ble- I mean, like I like. Uh, black man in this movie but can you picture him as the villain for another entire movie how much him is and scavenger. Th- how, <laughs> yeah the, the same character twice i mean how much is there i mean again it pains me to say it it's aquaman but i just don't see where there is it's it's kind of like uh, again hollywood is so in love with these brands like oh people want to see more men in black so let's do men in black international that flops. People want to see Charlie's Angels, that's a thing. That flops. I just think people I just think think cuz people know it that means they want to see it and I don't think that that's the case. And I and so right after this movie made a ton of money, they were like, "Oh, we're going to do a spin-off movie about the trench. We're going to do that." And that I think has been slowly kind of backwalked to where that I think I think Warner Brothers is realizing I I think we we struck gold with Aquaman, but we can't do it again. Doesn't mean that they won't try. But I think, I honestly... You just, think, no, 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 no. You said the movie won't be made. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait okay. a minute.
1: When I've been I'm waiting not... like 20 minutes. You're taking forever. Go ahead. We're going to be in the credits by the time you finish uh, this story. Go fine.
2: Ahead. I'm saying they're going to... Pr- this will be one of these movies. I honestly think Aquaman 2 will be one of those movies that is in development hell. That it just gets, oh, well, we pushed it back a year. We pushed it back six more months. We pushed it back... Well, we we're rewriting the script. I think, it's, I think they're going to keep trying... But I think eventually it will just sort of peter away to nothing, as as they see these other one offs are where they're going. Except for Wonder Woman, they're going to be like, you know what? We're going to do Joker, maybe another Joker, uh, Captain. Mar- we can do all these spinoffs. So that's what I think.
1: When she smashed the thumb drive, and he goes, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Should we write it down?" I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm never going to remember all those details. What the hell? <laughs> something, something trident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you make all right. So you think development hell. All right, so I, I got some different arguments. Oh, they were holding hands. Oh. Um, so Wonder Woman. I think people enjoyed the movie and people demanded more. But I think the demand for more was driven by their love of the Wonder Woman character. Yes. Yes. From pop culture, from you know, uh, yes. Emily, uh, from Linda Carter, and the fact that we got a female-led superhero yes. movie—that was People, great. Women have been waiting but, their whole lives to see this. I don't think the demand was because of the movie. I think it was because of the icon. Whereas here, I think this movie is just as good as Wonder Woman. Uh, in some ways, a little bit better than Wonder Woman. Uh, I maybe agree. With I'm biased on that, but what?
2: I agree with that. I think this movie. I actually think this is probably a better movie than Wonder Woman.
1: So. I think you're going to get an Aquaman 2. I think it's probably going to be horrible. I think they're going to learn all the wrong lessons from this one, and we'll get one. But I definitely think we'll get one because, again, a billion dollars. And and Warner Brothers, I don't think, is smart enough to realize that people don't want more of this. They're going to go, oh, this made a billion dollars. We have to do another one. It may take them a while to get it out there, but I think we'll definitely get an Aquaman 2. It might be an absolutely terrible film. But uh, there you go. There's very much a Little Mermaid moment because didn't Little Mermaid eat a flower?
2: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. So she's got the red hair. By the way, th- th- here's an interesting thing. So this beautiful town they're in, see the, see the, see the, see the skittiescape and the fountain and the walls and the everything? hmm All fake. They built this entire town because they, they worked out a deal with this, this small little town in Italy and they said, we want to film there. And they said, oh, okay, sure. And then they asked him, what are you guys going to do? we're going to blow up a lot of crap. They're like, uh, you're not doing it here. <laughs> and so they said, okay. And they basically rebuilt this tiny little Italian village. Um, and I saw some aerial footage of the of the set. I mean, it looks like a real little village. It looks completely real. But as it was all built for the film. Hmm.
2: All right. Aerial footage. Little, little Mermaid <laughs> River. <reverend. laughs>
1: so anyway, uh, Aquaman 2 will get made. Okay. And they... Uh, they will – I mean I would love to be proved wrong. But yeah, if Warner Brothers looks goes, OK, spinoffs. The Joker worked. The Joker's made a ton of money. OK, and they're going to make a Joker too, which goes against the whole idea of making the Joker movie. Um, I guess. I don't know. I didn't see it. But I, it definitely seems like they will make this movie. And um, I don't know that they'll be able to capture the lightning in a bottle they got the first time.
2: Oh, no. 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 They, I don't believe it. They won't.
1: But I said the same things about Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't think they could make the second one work. And while I don't like the second one as much as I like the first one, a lot of people like it better. Um, Okay. So maybe, I mean, James Wan's a great director. He might be able to pull it off. So what would the story be? Yeah, it would have to be Black Mana. It would, you know, couldn't it be Throne of Atlantis? I mean, to to deal with the other kingdoms and stuff like that? Uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, again, it's, it's just because it won't be, might not be good doesn't mean they won't make it, of course. So, yeah. I just, like I said, I just, I feel like this movie is a complete, piece. And it just doesn't, it, I, I, I sort of appreciate the fact that James Wan didn't, there weren't a lot of things where you're like, well, they'll they'll develop it more in the second one, you know, which is always the excuse you make for a lot of these movies. Well, they, you know, that scene doesn't make any sense because they'll, they'll explain it in the second. And then it always feels like a cheat, you know, make the movie, just make the movie and hopefully make it good. But other than the little black man tag at the end, this movie is kind of like, all right, it just sort of does everything it needs to do.
1: you know? All right, with Ocean Master with his hands behind his back the whole time holding the trine, I'd be a little wary of him. <laughs> yeah. go, what are you going to do? But, um, well, di- didn't um your behind-the-scene internet breaking episode mm. where we got the backdrop, didn't we hear that Juan wanted to leave a lot of the Black mana stuff out and Jeff Johns yeah. insisted the Black mm-hmm. mana stuff being in the movie? Mm-hmm. So I think James Wan was trying to say Black Mana for the second
2: well, one. Maybe so. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I just – I don't know. I just get the feeling that the, the fact that there's so many years in between when they're saying the next one's going to be – but again, we're, there's no point to – we'll never – we'll know until it comes out.
1: I mean – Well, the Aquaman I, movie was in development forever. It's true I mean it took years to make. Yeah, it's true. That's All true. right. So here we go. We're, we're now uh, here at the top of the uh, – whatever, the, the mountains or whatever here. And there's all the statues and he's looking through the bottle and he's about to line it up and find the, the path to the, to the Lost Kingdom or whatever, to the trench. And we're coming up on this fight scene we talked about earlier. The reason I think this is the best fight scene in any superhero movie is there are, first of all, there's the dual perils going on of what's going on with Mera and what's going on with Aquaman. They have completely separate battles going on. And yet the way the camera hands over from one battle to the next, rather than just a whole. You know, there, there are a lot of quick takes, but some of the shots are really like super long, far away, so you can see both of them in peril in different situations at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I just think are is such a great use of the camera work. Yeah, it's such fun. a great use. Yeah. So I, I think this is, I, and, and I know I'm biased for loving Aquaman, but I think this is the best superhero battle in any uh, superhero movie.
2: This is a great cha- This is a great sequence. Like I said, the I, bottle. Well, the whole this whole sequence. I mean, I just yeah. think everything is really. I again the the uh, the weird use of the Roy Orbison song. Like that was Roy Orbison is not something I would expect ever to hear in a superhero movie, right? Uh, so I appreciated that. Just you know, my own Woolberry's connection there. But uh, but no, I think this whole sequence is. Oh, is
1: there's good. your explosion!
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, boom!
1: <laughs> Here's where it starts. Oh, there's yeah. your first black man is shot. Yeah, there you go.
2: I love that he does the cross arm thing when he fires his. Yeah. his for no good reason, but then just looks really cool. Yep, it I sure mean, does. It really did, there's really no point to it other than that. It just, it just looks badass.
1: And here we're starting. I think that's the Black Mana theme music playing in the background, which sounds very kind of techno and badass. Oh, <laughs> and you see the powering up. That looks good. <laughs> and there's the arms there and blasting. And just crazy powerful. Akame flying away. <laughs> <right. That's> awesome. <laughs> looks great. Now, here we go. Mara's got her own peril. She's up against you know. Merc. Or I assume it's Merc. And the and the Red Soldiers. Dramatic landing from Black Mana there. He scattered the dirt and the uh, mulch.
2: I can't it's I can't believe I'm looking at this sometimes. I know. I know. <laughs> here we go. Oh, Come that's good. Like, I like his skin, skin is all burnt. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Oh. Well. Manta cam, All right.
1: Yep, there we go. Yep, and the blades are out. Now he knows who he's fighting. It's like, oh, you're that dude. <laughs> There's the giant helmet. Yep. So Black Manta <laughs> gives gives a good fight here.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, so Mara, badass, grabs the sword, starts kicking all of the ass. Now, this is sort of like the video game shot of Nicole Kidman in the beginning where the yeah. camera's moving around yeah. unrealistically. But, I don't know, this one doesn't bother me as much. Doesn't look quite as... uh. Uh sort of uh, uh oh, killing people, huh? Uh looks a little uh, less gimmicky. So here we go. So this is here we go. Here's a great scene. Oh, there goes uh, there goes a hand. Yeah. So now she's off running, right now. And the camera just flies up over the mount over the rock, and now you see Arthur in his fight on the other side. It's just a clever way to cut. Yeah, between that's cool. This
2: is great. This is a great set piece. No doubt. This is yep. really fun. Oh,
1: look, the the sword cuts Aquaman now. It didn't before. Ooh. Lanian and Steel. Lanian
2: Steel, okay.
1: Blam! Call me Black Mint. There's a cool faraway shower. You see Aquaman falling. <laughs> goes through this old lady's house. Well, that's great. Yeah, He they- <laughs> was just dusting, too, you know? <laughs> Which is great. Great little touch. I <laughs> shit. Fight in there.
2: The, she just picks something up off her table. I forget what. I couldn't could tell what it was, but she picked but she it up. it. With the duster. Hello. She,
1: she just looks it. at him like really. Yeah. At least Ackerman apologized.
2: Looks like my grandmother. <laughs>
1: So Aquaman is heroic in this because in, in a minute here he's going to be protecting the public.
2: That is one of the things I liked the most yeah. about it was that he they have him saving people. So many yep. of these superhero movies, they don't bother with that. So you know, yep. I mean, we all know well, the Batman v Superman that whole thing, Man right. of Steel thing, but I really like that they did that. This is definitely <laughs> one of the
1: things I liked. Oh, here comes the bell tower. This was the shot that was in all. the. So here we go. Aquaman just flew out of the building and now we're zooming all the way across town. And now we're following Mara's battle, which yeah. is just so well done. I mean, James Wan, hell of a great director. Oh, my gosh. For action scenes, just great.
2: Yeah, this is a great visualization of this scene. I don't know if they storyboarded this or whatever, but this is a great. Yeah. It slides across those terracotta roofs.
1: Yep. So I guess that's Merc. I don't know where he's running through the walls.
2: Merc cam.
1: Yep. Again, scavenger armor man, I'm telling through,
2: you. Right through the walls. And you yep. should just go right the juggernaut it. I'm, just, I'm juggernaut bitch,
1: exactly yeah. right. Boom, I'm Merc down bitch. Down there. <laughs> there, right through there. Then all this stuff blowing up, so we're following Mare. Running. My daughter loved this part where Mare is running across the tiles and everything's mm-hmm. blown up around her. She's just running and running and running, Yeah. which is great. Now the camera's going to back out. We're going to go back to Aquaman. It's such great camera work. Even though all that CGI, I mean, you know, that wasn't really done that way. The bell tower explodes. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, God. So here we go. Everything's falling down. Land
2: on the guy. Yeah, here we go. Little
1: kid's in danger. The bell's coming down. and Aquaman saves a
2: citizen. This is great. This is, I mean, again, it's, it's, oh, it's, he bangs it with his shoulder. Great. Yeah, we have
1: nuns. We have nuns. Of course.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one nun did a little cross-action,
1: too. She just did, oh,
2: Santa Maria.
1: <sighs> Slow motion jumping. It looks great. <laughs> oh, that flip. Oh, my God. And I, you'll get to it in a second. When Mary goes flying through the air and does that flip and yeah, ends that's up, great. oh, it looks painful as hell for the actress who did that yeah. I mean, the stunt double.
2: Right, here we go. This is great. Yep. I like just the sheer hefties guy. You can lift yep. that thing
1: up. That's there. great. There's your nuns.
2: That guy's not even injured. The thing landed on him, and he just gets up and runs away. Oh,
1: so Blackman has got this electrified harpoon thing.
2: Oh, God. Damn. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's a great shot. <laughs> man.
1: Aquaman's just getting stabbed and stabbed and oh, stabbed and stabbed.
2: In the same spot, too. He got hit in the same place twice.
1: So here we go. Now uh this, this this soldier here in the wine store. So you know this is going to be good. I remember I was, I, the, I, when I watched the movie, the lady sitting next to me really wasn't that invested in it. Mm-hmm. She was like looking at her phone through the movie and her oh. kid was kind of like, eh. But, oh, this is great where the guy has to – is this Merc? Puts his head in the toilet?
2: Yeah, this is a fun gag.
1: This yeah. is a good gag. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, she's in, she's in the, uh, the wine shop, right? And the guys are outside. So, Here we go. Yeah. And you see it there. And she gets up. And the girl next to me, she put down her phone at this point and goes, you go, girl.
0: <laughs>
1: this is an amazing shot. Yeah, this, I mean, this is had, fun. This it's had fun. to come out of a story, meeting. like, what's something cool we could do with marriage yeah, powers?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Let's turn wine into weapons.
2: Yeah, that's great.
1: That's incredible. Jeez, that's badass!
2: <laughs> wow. Got to pay for all that wine. She's just destroying right. Him. Okay,
1: so here comes Aquaman with the absorbing man, um, spinning ball, ball and chain.
2: This is this. I love this. This is. I said I was enjoying the hell out of this when I saw this in the theater. this, oh. is, great.
1: this is great. So this is where Black Manta kind of gets taken out like a chump. But I mean, we had a great fight. He had to lose somehow. So I think this this way of losing is oh god, they look painful going down the, <laughs> down the rocks. <laughs> boom, 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 um, boom. I think it's as good as you know any other way he could have gone out.
2: Yeah, mm. I mean, well, I mean, again, there's not a whole lot to him though. You know, I mean, in this movie, he's just not that. He's just he's out for revenge, and he's a guy with a lot of high tech stuff. But that's kind of it. You know, he's so like he's, a henchman. Yeah, yeah, he's basically the henchman.
1: So, Yeah.
2: Oh, she finally realizes this tracking
1: device, mm-hmm. Get rid of that. Walk me to tell her, they're tracking you. And she remembered, oh yeah, my bastard, you know, fiancé gave me this thing. Right. I like the
2: color <laughs> I like the color grading of this too. I just think it's like it's pretty to look at. Like the, I love the super yeah. bright colors of it and stuff. I'm sure they've all tweaked it all digitally, but it looks really cool.
1: So I love this part. They wake up on the, Aquaman wakes up on the fishing boat, right? And I had the exact same thought he had, which is, where'd they get this ship from, this boat? From? Oh, I love this too. He's wounded, and she has patched him with some kind of moss. They don't—they don't make a big deal about it. He just pulls the moss off. But if you—you you stop and think about it, like, oh, she's using natural ocean remedies to heal. Right. He, yeah.
2: He is muffiny.
1: He muffiny.
2: Is, yes. Look at his. Look at his breast. they look like two giant muffins that are baking or something. Oh my lord! <laughs> this is—I feel like the uh, the screenwriters were like, "Oh, well, Wonder Woman had a scene on a boat with Wonder Woman and Steve, so let's have a scene on a boat with Aquaman and Mira."
1: Oh, well, I, I think Aquaman being on a boat's a little more—it
2: does make keeping. sense. I, I understand, but you know, it just feels like it's a little bit of you know cut
1: and re- cut and paste names sometimes with uh, these things. I don't know. Yeah, I love that she stole the boat and thought that was okay. Yeah, thought they I thought we could the do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, well, what? When did Wonder Woman come out? Twenty, the year before Aquaman. So, I mean, Aquaman was done being filmed by the time Wonder Woman came out, but I'm yeah. sure James Wan was able to get access to the scripts. Yeah, 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 we yeah. Buy. And
2: and and I think that these things are, you know, they're they're written by individual people, but I think they're they've probably got. Four thousand studio notes, and there's probably a lot of people saying, "Can't you make it more like Wonder Woman? Can't you do this thing? Because that that was
1: really a hit, you know." I'm I'm just thinking more. It's Aquaman on the ocean. It's Wonder Woman from an island. It just was bound to happen with the boat scene, right? I mean, they 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 don't talk about having sex on the boat, so that's different, you know. (laughs) Now the trench is coming, and the trench are pretty amazing.
2: This they're, is a great, this is another great sequence. This is, this is, and this is James Wan's horror training coming in. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, this is, this is a really great sequence. Again, we're fitting in another Aquaman villain. There's not much to these guys. They're just fate. monsters. Uh, they're just yeah, monsters. They're, yeah. Right. They're just uh, xenomorphs basically uh, under yep. the water. But this is another really terrific sequence and really greatly. Visualized, and I mean, again, he's stealing from Alien, but who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. It still really works.
1: Well, and, and you keep talking about um, uh, the the law firm of uh, Reese Prado and Reese, uh, and, and very much the trench is more than anything. I think is 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 their
2: creation. Oh, completely. completely. Yeah,
1: and it's just seeing it on the screen. It's got to be so exciting for them. Yeah. And it's funny when you see the behind the scenes footage of the guys in the, in the trench suits, because most of this trench are CGI. But for certain scenes, they have guys in rubber suits. And there's some funny shots of them hanging out with uh, Amber Heard. It's <laughs> pretty funny where they're just goofing around. <laughs> it sounds. I you know they filmed the movie for 11 months, which is crazy. Um, Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, that's yeah. a long. Oh, my God.
2: 11 months.
1: Well, I mean, I wonder if they had time off in between, but they said there were scenes where they're like, yeah, we're on our last week of shooting or whatever. And, you know, we started filming this movie in January. It's now November. I mean, maybe they had time off because they, yeah. they were in Australia. They, they probably did. I mean, they were in Australia. Um, you know, maybe, maybe it was like they filmed for a couple of months and then put together a rough cut and then the studio gave them their notes. And they went back and did reshoots because we know there were reshoots and stuff. We yeah. knew that happened. Yeah. So maybe that's when the, the reshoots and stuff happened. I'm not sure. So here we go. He's going to he's gonna out Green Goblin as being a bad guy here in a minute. <laughs> or being a good guy, really. But. Yeah, I didn't think about the fact that their hair is pulled back. That pro- that may have been to save money. Like We don't have to CGI, Patrick Wilson, in yeah, no, Green yeah, Goblin's hair. Up.
2: I mean, the, yeah, not everybody's hair has to keep flowing around. Let's not break the bank here. I mean, can, yeah, can exactly. we save some money somewhere here? Like, our everybody's hair is pulled back. Plus, it just gives them kind of a sleeker, you know, meaner, slighter kind of look. You know, like they're just... Yeah. Uh, well,
1: it sort of establishes also the regal style is to yeah, have your hair right. pulled tight, which sort of makes sense if you're underwater because you don't want your hair flapping around everywhere. Yeah. Ooh, eat that, Ocean Master. <laughs> Aquaman is already twice Mouth- the king. level. will
2: go mouthing off to you, man. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, Green Goblins a badass. Maybe they can do human flying fish in the next movie. I don't know. Maybe I'm selling them. I whole
1: figured thing. they were saving that for the third movie. <laughs>
2: yeah, the big conclusion,
1: the, the big end, end of the trilogy,
2: end of the trilogy. <laughs> end of the trilogy. Yeah, exactly.
1: HFF. Is that, is that what it'll be called? Aquaman three. HFF.
2: indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this whole this whole scene's terrific. This
1: is... so, and they've t- they've taken the time to change back into her costume, mm-hmm. you know, her green hot girl costume, which mm. I don't know where she was keeping that. So
2: <laughs> it in a ring in her pops up in a ring. Say, in yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, there's your trench. Oh my goodness, they're scary. The and, and it's very effective. They are terrifying. They look scary. My daughter was terrified of them. I'm creeped out by them. Um yeah, the true. only thing about this so the, the the trench live here in the Bermuda Triangle. All right, I think didn't they establish the Bermuda Triangle? I think
2: Yeah, basically.
1: There and oh, um kicking their ass. Oh, there's the water. That looks great. Water powers. But um, a- a- any time a trawler comes through they decide to feed. Well, wouldn't that like represent every you know, like all the Russian trawlers that are in the ocean or, you know, the cargo container ships? Wouldn't they all fall victim to these trench creatures all the time? I
2: guess so, yeah.
1: I think we, or, or maybe they're just maybe the thought is every ship that's ever gone this way was sunk and so we, no one ever saw them. Oh, all of them on oh, the yeah, map. Together yeah, is so creepy.
2: That's great. They're, they're, they're like, uh, they're like wasps or something. Or yeah, ants that's
1: actually a really good analogy. Swarm yeah, that, that Yeah. Oh, slow motion double spear. <laughs> <laughs> and pull them back. Attack your friends. There we go.
2: You always want to have some villain in your movie that you can kill indiscriminately, and nobody worries about it. Like, well, just... that's why you have stormtroopers. That's yeah, why you have battle the, droids. Nazis. Exactly. You know, yep. nobody, nobody's going to cry about that. So, okay.
1: Autobots. Yeah. They, yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> there are too many of them. All right. We figured that out.
1: <laughs> so I like the flares, although it reminds me a little bit of Jurassic Park. Yeah. I do like that they showed him shoving more flares in his pants because later on my daughter did ask, where do you get those from? Like, well, they showed us. My
2: he doesn't. Yeah.
1: Oops. Mira, you, you had to put a flare in his mouth. Now you're short of flare. Where'd you go? <laughs> I'm gonna ask a stupid question, and sorry folks, I'm dumb. I don't know science. Flares actually burn underwater? I think they do. I mean I, I guess they, they do. Did. I don't think James Holland would miss something that. There, big.
2: look at that sh- that shot of them diving into the water with the oh, trench. That geez. is that is just Ivan Reese, Prado and Reese. It's amazing how much well, they Here,
1: just- with 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 the they're going underwater now, and this is the shot of all the swarming, of the trench swarming yeah. around them. You know, almost like a, a hand grasping them. It's so terrifying. How
2: do the trench find enough to eat when there's this many of them out oh, here? Right.
1: They, they They must hibernate for months at a time without a morsel. Yeah. Or they just, there's just no fish in that part of the ocean, yeah. I guess.
2: The ocean cannot sustain uh, super predators like this with that many yes. of them. But, but it's okay. They're magical just creatures. A, Maybe they feed on each other. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's more coming out of the cave. Right. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere.
1: In a minute here, we're going to see him hanging around the on the ocean walls. <sighs> <sighs> Nightmare fuel, this stuff right yeah, this here. This is fun.
2: There we go. He's got the other flares. Okay.
1: Yep. Now we're in the kingdom of the trench. Yeah. And they just know where to go. That is a bit convenient. That they know which direction to head, and here's more trench, all lining the walls, coming after them. I assume this is where they're all hibernating, is on these walls. I guess so. Yeah, till food comes along. Yeah, look at that! <laughs> My God!
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, God help some poor, some poor trout that just happens to right, so
1: <laughs> I was gonna wail, but okay, yeah. So here we go. They know right where to go, and they're heading for the big glowy light. So I've kind of forgotten why are we here? Oh, oh, the bottle told him to come here. Yeah. that's right. And now we know from having seen the movie that, uh, of course, Atlanta came through here, and somehow she survived. Yeah, I was stifling on. Somehow she uh, survived the the trench to make it through this portal thing,
2: which was a Dan Abnet uh, thing. The the whole, the whole mother. This is one of the things they didn't take from Jeff Johns. Is that when he meets his mom, and she's from the stuck in the parallel dimension? That's a Dan Abnett
1: thing. I think it was a Jeff Parker thing. Was it Jeff? Oh, this was was during Jeff Jeff Parker's Monster Hunter. era
2: Yeah, that's right. right, That's right. That's right.
1: Jeff Parker met him. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. He pretty much knows I have a crush on him. I think.
2: Okay. Good. Good to know.
1: Yeah, it's. I made it pretty obvious. He's amazing. He's probably my favorite modern-day comic writer. In this part, I mean, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Like, I was shocked in the theater. I'm like, oh, my God, they're doing this. You know, when, it, when I saw the, the clearly uh, woman dragging Mare out of the water, I was like, oh, my God, they're doing it. They're doing it. They're doing it. But uh, I still, um, when, when Aquaman and Atlanta see each other, I, I got teary-eyed big mm-hmm. time in the theater. Although her suit does look kind of rubbery.
2: Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, wait, no. Nicole, can... get <laughs> me.
1: It's that girl from Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's that music. The lone, sort of lonely music playing. that reminds you of the mom and the father. Where so she's are got we? Crazy blue eyes. And he's got crazy orange eyes. Do they both wear contacts the whole time? <laughs>
2: We're in Skitaris.
1: No, we're not in Skitaris, but it's just like <laughs> Skitaris. It's the other lost world with the dinosaurs. other
2: hidden core of the yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, she's still hot, even in a weird monster xenophore <laughs> Hmm. She's so- had a lot of work done.
2: Nicole Kidman.
1: Yeah, her face is stretched. Okay.
2: Pretty, so. right.
1: Yeah, if you see some of the shots, like, you know, normal, like, you know, uh, red carpet shots, it's like, oh. that's it's a shame.
2: That's... It's a shame what Hollywood does to people. Because exactly. These to, are to, these, to
1: try and keep up. Yeah, it's unnecessary.
2: These, yeah, these people are genetically gifted already. They don't need to screw with their faces <laughs> to make them look a little younger, for God's sakes. Right. It's fine.
1: See, so yeah, I got distracted in the movie around this part because there's a couple of shots here where it's just Nicole Kidman standing there with Amber Heard and, like, you know, <laughs> vacuum-sealed, super-tight costume. It's like, oof, wow. I, I would not be able to pay attention uh, to what I was doing on the set at this point.
2: This, you know, okay. This, like, I appreciate that this is the arc that he has to reunite with his mother and mm-hmm. get all that. I, I feel as though – I did feel as though that this was where it was, like – this is just one too many set pieces just one too many going to another place and another big thing happens it, it just felt a little like okay we're at the 2 hour mark almost for this movie it, like god another whole because seg- I mean, then we're going to have the whole thing where he's got to get the get the trident from mary
1: poppins and that whole y'all. thing and it, you got to see mary poppins y'all nowadays you know that. you know
2: it why what what is that
1: uh gardens of the galaxy oh mary poppins
2: y'all oh okay Uh, You know, I just – I don't know. I just feel like eh, maybe we're a little overstuffed here. You know, like it's just a little too many big set pieces. But again, at the same time, I'm also complimentary that the – you know, I felt like Jeff – James Wan didn't leave anything on the table and maybe that's how you do it is that you do a giant movie and you do all the major set pieces and you're like, eh, we kind of did it.
1: Well, I I think when you look at the fact that it made the billion is part of it is because people ate this stuff up. You know, the, I, I would agree if you sit and start counting and go, okay, we had, you know, the desert, we had Italy, we had the trench. Now we've got the fake Scartaris, you know, it's like, it does add up. However, if you just go along for the ride on the roller coaster, it's super fun. It's well, like, oh cool here's another new place no oh, here's another new place no. And another new place I,
2: I'm not I, I guess I guess maybe I just feel like the the movie starts to get wear a little and I don't mean that just by counting the set pieces because good Lord Avengers Endgame has way more set pieces than this and I loved Avengers endgame uh, see, I
1: feel like that was theres some issues with that one for me yeah
2: uh, see no, I mean uh, well we'll wait till we do that commentary but I mean uh, <laughs> uh, just I don't know and it, it may just be I just feel like this movie's just quite just maybe it's a little too much just a little too much but again you know yeah, it made a lot of money so people mm-hmm. people liked it i mean when a movie makes a billion dollars that's not that's people seeing it multiple at least a couple people seeing it more than once mm-hmm. because there's just not enough people to see it
1: one time and make a billion dollars so yep so that tells you they're doing something yeah, right? true i th- i saw it at least three times in the theater it may have been more than that wow my goodness it, it may have been four or five i'm not sure what?
2: You saw Seriously, movie four or five times in the theater? Well,
1: oh I, I, hold on. I know for a fact I saw three. Um, I may have gone again. I can't remember. Jeez. It was good. I'm I mean, come just, on. I, it's I, awkward. I, how many times was I going to get a chance to see it? I, I you know, appreciate
2: the sure. fact that you had the time to see it. I There's lots of movies you know I'd like Rob, to see multiple times. If something's important
1: to you, you make the time. Oh, okay. Like All I'm right. here right now. Okay. All right. See? See how I tied that together? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're going to go talk to Mary Poppins, who I did not know was Mary Poppins at the time. And the irony is, this movie comes out the same time as Mary Poppins returns. And she
2: didn't show up for that one. Nope. Nope. Wow. I did appreciate that at this point in the movie, Aquaman gets a solo scene. Because to this point, he's been with Mira through the whole movie, pretty much. I sort of like, I mean, the movie is called Aquaman. And I Mm -hmm. appreciate that. Okay, all right, we're with our hero here. You know he's got to do this thing on his own, which I appreciate.
1: Well, I, I i've I've thought for a long time the next Aquaman movie won't be called Aquaman two.
2: No, probably it'll not. be called Aquaman and Mira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I mean, it should be. Yeah, if you can call the Ant Man and the Wasp, you can do Aquaman and Mirror. Exactly. So.
1: So it is kind of creepy that that skeleton's just been sitting there holding that
2: sample. <laughs> you have chosen poorly. I wonder, I don't know the story of like, why would you get Julie Andrews for this? Like, what, what would make you think? You know, <laughs> exactly. you, know, you know who could really bring this monster to life? Mary Poppins. Like, why, <laughs> why would you think of that?
1: Very, I wonder if, like, James Wan is just friends with her. Frank, Frank right? Welker was busy.
2: So they're, right. <laughs> let's get Julie Andrews.
1: But or, or, you know, or even if you just, come to the point where you decide a feminine voice is the way to go, mm-hmm. what still leads you? To Julie
2: Andrews. Julie Andrews, right. Yeah, there's a million other female voices that do voiceover. You know, why would exactly. you think like
1: If you want a good, you know, monstery-sounding female voice, you go to Ed Asner. Everybody yeah, knows that. Right, exactly. So you get some voo-voo-voo here in a minute because he mm-hmm. talks to – now, I I, in, is there a reason they couldn't just call it the Kraken? Like – I don't know, are they just worried about Clash of the Titans would sue him or something? I mean, it's a mythical creature. Yeah, I
2: don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe they wanted to make it their own, you know, like if it's just not worried about borrowing somebody else's, but just it's, you know, this is the Aquaman creature. So they're called the Carathon.
1: Well, James Wan was excited because, you know, the way he described this movie was basically saying, you know, he he loves science fiction. He loves fantasy and he loves uh, kaiju. Like giant monster movies. And this got to do all of that, basically.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: you got to mix all of it together. So do we get these giant... Am I saying it right? Kaiju? Is that the right term? Yeah, Kaiju. Okay. Um, do we... Before the Jeff Johns story where he brought in the Kraken, do we get many Kaiju-level Aquaman monsters that were working for him?
2: Uh, no, not really. They really, Aquaman, they it really wasn't until, um, kind of Neil Posner that the fantasy stuff really started coming in. God, that's I mean, a beautiful miniseries. You know, where it was really like magic and crystals and that kind of stuff. Before then, I mean, it was certainly, it was more sci-fi, uh, not, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, he fought giant creatures and stuff, but just, it was less, there was not a whole lot of, no, ma- well, I mean, I don't know, the, a lot of the Bob Heaney stuff, there was magical guys with, but it was just, I don't know, it was a different kind of fantasy. I just think it was really starting in the 80s and then moving into the Peter David where there was just a lot of magicians all of a sudden running around and Aquaman really got pushed into that world a lot more.
1: You're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Um <laughs> So th- this is cool because like Aquaman actually talked the Kraken into letting him take the Trident. This is like one of the few times Aquaman affected his destiny here mm-hmm. in this movie because every other time he's just reacting to stuff. Here he actually talked the Kraken thing into letting him do this. Hey, okay, look, that says Paul Norris. <laughs> the, the the writing on the staff. Am I, am I right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it say it says, does it say Paul Norris or just Paul? I can't remember. It says uh, it also has uh, Mort's name, like Morton mm-hmm. Paul or something mm-hmm. like that in ancient Atlantean. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Which is funny because you consider that DC doesn't
2: officially credit Mark Weinzinger as the co-creator.
1: Yeah. But yet, they slipped it in. Good for them. That's, That's a good great. moment there. Looking through the Trident. Looks awesome. And here he connects to the – well, not the green or the red, but I guess the the, the salt. I don't know.
2: <laughs> this is – I am not big on uh, getting worried about trailers ruining moments. I just don't get mm-hmm. that bothered by that stuff. This moment, though, I do wish they had not shown in the, oh, the trailer that he the aven- that yeah I because I thought the whole movie was just going to be him in a non costume and I was okay with that. And then when he I'm like wow they actually did it he gets on the full suit I wish they had left this for the movie because it would have been this a is great the big hero reveal moment.
1: yeah this, this is go. the hero shot of the whole movie here's right the here cover,
2: here's the cover of the blu ray right here there yeah. you go yeah.
1: It's the hero moment. I see. I think they had to put it in the trailer for you and me. Um, I think, like, like, boy, we're not going to see it otherwise. No, no, no. Because you know, it, well, go back to our argument on a podcast ages ago where you said, "Of course, they're going to make him look like the traditional man. And I'm like, "No, they're not. They fucking hired Jason. Oh, sorry, I curse. Uh, <laughs> they hired Jason Momoa. You know, they're going to make him shirtless. Well, they did both. They did both. And." That's true. I think they had to show us to, that was one of the way. Oh, there's the mask. There's the the Ocean Master mask for the first <laughs> time. But I think that's sort of like the um, I can't believe they made that mask work. Anyway, um, it's sort of the moment in the trailer where you go, okay, guys, we're making an Aquaman movie with this big beefy surfer guy. But you know what? We are making an Aquaman movie. He's wearing the. You know, he is Aquaman. He's not just some guy. I think I think they needed it to show that he's going to be the superhero.
2: All right, fair enough.
1: I, I mean, they that. could have skipped it, but it's such a good hero moment. Oh, Kingdom of the Brine. Here we go. I love these guys. Think, <laughs> the crab guys. So creative. So creative.
2: Again, could have been toys. Could have had a whole Kingdom Should of the Brine playset, telling you. Yeah.
1: I wonder if action figure sales for like like the collectors market obviously still exploding. But I wonder if like the market of kids playing with toys is shrinking
2: i think it it must because you just don't see that stuff much anymore i was actually in a toy store just a toy aisle today at target and i'm kind of amazed that it's all the toys that are still there are kind of older stuff like it's like they still have avengers toys i'm like yeah huh okay like okay. you know
1: we gotta talk about this battle here yeah so this is amazing so you've got king nearest on the seahorses you've got you know uh the 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 Fisherman people have got their own little mini-subs. Then you've got the Brine people with these amazing crustacean weapons. I mean, this is am- – and this is everything right in for the CGI battle. I mean we talked about earlier some of the camera angle stuff wasn't viable, believable. This is perfect. This is exactly what we want. I mean they're, they're throwing lava – You got electricity zapping things. You're seeing brine people ripping people apart, and sharks eating people. I mean, this is this is is amazing. (laughs) Ocean Master, such a dick, cutting off Brian's arm. It'll grow back. Don't worry. We
2: need the Brian King. I, lo- I love the voice, the brain go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Ocean Mask. And the mask, like the eyebrows went down yeah, so he can that- glare.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. I love his little beady eyes.
1: Well, I love how, like, an insult is uh, what do you call him? Soft belly slug? <laughs> he called uh, Ocean that Man- Because, you know, to them, crustaceans everything. So if you're soft bellied, you're, wi- you're weak. I
2: love oh, that guy. Here we
1: go. Here we go. Here comes the Kraken this fight is like there's a whole thing on the on the blu-ray about this fight by the way just this this underwater battle and making it amazing and it really is this is this is this battle is so epic and huge they basically wanted to do a um what do you call it a, a, a dogfight you know using ships but underwater uh it, it in a lot of ways the battle looks like a dogfight it's just so impressive
2: this is you know it's between Wonder Woman and this, and then Avengers Endgame. I mean, just like these bat, you wonder like how much more huge can these battles get? When you've got th- hundreds and thousands of people and monsters. I mean, what? I don't know. How much? How much? How rim. much more can you do? Well,
1: Wonder Woman's battle. Sorry. The CGI was not nearly as good as the CGI. Well, I just mean the
2: scope of it. I don't mean the yeah. CGI. I just mean the, the, the hugiosity Woo! of it. I mean, look. Oh, here we go. Look at Aquaman with riding. a trident. Did you just say hugiosity? Hugiosity, yes. Is that a word?
1: No, but who cares? Okay, all right. The king <laughs> the has Yeah, risen. here we go. So, yeah, we, they could do an Aquaman Pacific Rim movie. It would be awesome. Phew. Here we go. A tar- from motion master, so all these ships flying in like a dogfight to attack the giant monster. Right, you've got crazy looking octopus ships and manta ships, things flying around and tentacles and blasts explode. Oh, so good, man, so good. And we're, I, if you're like me, you're just waiting for this one scene coming up. Oh, Which? look at that creature swimming. <laughs> <laughs> just swimming, smashing through people. Oh my lord! Just t- oh, now it's tearing apart the giant turtle ship. Oh, the poor turtle ship. Okay. <laughs> I see sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs>
2: there you go, sharks with la- Sharks with laser beams.
1: There you go, Literally Aquaman.
2: Sharks with laser beams.
1: Here's another big hero moment. Aquaman looking through the trident and the voo voo voo. Yep. He's turning the sharks around on the bad guys, which is brilliant. Which is exactly what he should do. Now, Aquaman. This Aquaman's is pretty bloodthirsty. How do you feel about that?
2: Um, You know, I don't love it, but I also know that that's – I mean, Jeff Johns' Aquaman kills guys pretty uh, wantonly. So unfortunately, I think that's just the turn they've decided to take with the character. But I'm not a huge fan of it. I, But, but I mean, at the same time, this is a war for Pete's sakes. I mean, this yeah. is not – what are you going to do, arrest people? I mean, I mean <laughs> hey, come on. I mean, jeez.
1: So, here we're seeing the entire Sea Kingdom come to Aquaman's yeah. beckon, which is fantastic. I mean, oh I'm,
2: I'm okay with Captain Kirk killing people because it's a war. It's a war yeah. setting. So, you, you know, you can't get too upset about it. I mean, this It's is...
1: actually a science exploration vessel, but anyway.
2: Right. But, <laughs> but he's blowing up Klingons. It's all right. It's cool.
1: Boom. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Aquaman just got knocked aside and. And he's still getting knocked aside. Wow, he's getting there a go. butt beat here. Okay. Mara's coming out with all the water powers. Looks straight out of the uh, that miniseries, the Mera miniseries. Yep, the Queen of Atlantis, yeah. Yeah. Right at the end where she shows up to help Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. All right, so, okay. The, uh, the moment I'm waiting for is still coming. But anyway, so Aquaman and Mera talking underwater, right? And they're about to start making out, which is hilarious.
2: And you know, uh, somebody could uh, kill you guys while you're standing there talking, right. but okay. So they're
1: kissing, all right. and all these explosions are going on behind it, which are supposed to be like fireworks because they're finally kissing. But those explosions represent people dying. Yeah. And now she's kind of. So, all right, so she's. Kind of dry humping him in that shot, <laughs> but since they're underwater, is it really dry humping? I mean, yeah, her leg,
2: the leg around his thigh is not. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. There's some suggestiveness there, more than the li- yeah. This is yeah. yeah. This the you no. I don't. I didn't buy that for one moment. <laughs> no, I didn't, didn't. forgive it.
1: Okay, here we go. Here comes the moment. Okay. This is the moment. Chris Franklin and I both fist pumped, and Aquaman grabs the effing seahorse. Yeah. There it is. Aquaman is riding on the sea, standing on the seahorse, <laughs> holding the trident. I'm pumping the air. Chris Franklin's pumping the air. I mean, this was it, man. By the oh. way,
2: by the way, you all to know that according to the uh, closed captioning, the seahorse whinnied like a, like a horse. <laughs> so there you go. But come on, you, you,
1: you didn't get like goosebumps with Aquaman on oh, the seahorse. This
2: is this is this. I mean, I was I uh, the, the, the trench munching. Uh, no, I was all in at this point. Cause you're just like, okay, this, this thing is just so itself, uh, that, uh, it's, you know, how can you not love the, how can you not love this? This
1: is just just insanity. It's like you said, James Wan just said, you know what? We're just going to do it all. We're just going to do it. Do every bit of it.
2: We're just going to do it. We're going to have crab people. We're going to have riding seahorses, sharks with lasers on their heads. I mean, just do it. Just, just do it.
1: Stabbing the trench with pitchforks and, you know, yeah. throwing them around.
2: Again, Mira has time to talk to her dad in the middle of all this. Anybody want to take a shot at her? Anybody want to go after the queen while she's standing there? No? All right. Okay.
1: Oh, there we go. And that half-breed is your king because he's got the Trident. That's (laughs) right, baby. It's pretty much everybody who is underwater versus Ocean Master at this point. I don't think he has any allies left other than his big uh, alligator. Boom! (laughs) Aquaman's going to the surface. The alligator's chasing him. Holy crap! That's a big alligator.
2: That's a guy like that. He's, he keeps it. He rancor keepers it. You're <laughs> not keeper. Rancor monsters. They would prize its right. mouth open. That's a good shot. Look at that. I love the. I love the blades of the, right. the boat. Yeah, like, this... like razor. They're like uh, like ninja throwing stars.
1: Awfully convenient that this uh, Atlantean platform is here for them to fight on. There you go. So there's, there's, a, well, well, we'll wait for the fight here. So right, I'll, I got stuff to say about the after fight, but so here's the giant. Oh, I guess this is Orm's ship, really. So they're fighting on the surface of Orm's ship. You know, I got so wrapped up in the movie, I forgot to pay attention for the the sinking set. Oh well. Ah, <laughs> right, here's Mara saving Green Goblin. Nice. <laughs> the guy's just hanging there. We, we can't. We must bear witness. This is that moment in a movie where, like, you know, or, or in um, Firefly, where, the, you know, Mal's fighting that guy, and they're like, no, stop, we can't. This is Mal's fight. And Mal's like, no, it's not. You can help. It's fine. <laughs> you know, same sort of thing. Like, why can't they help Aquaman with this fight? I guess because it's for the throne. It's sort of like when Ryan Daly finally is going to challenge you and I for the the rulership of the Fire and Water Podcast Network.
2: <laughs> Look forward
1: to that. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be Ryan and Nathaniel versus me and you. <laughs> oh, God. You can have Ryan. I'll fight Nathaniel. It's fine. <laughs> so this is clever. Throwing chunks of the ship at Aquaman. This with the try. This yeah, clever. why not? Oh, almost gonna Raiders of lost Arkham. Mm-hmm. Oh, hitting it off the helmet.
2: Chicka 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 chicka. There you go. I wouldn't turn my head towards the blades. Right. Exactly. I would I would actually turn my head away from the blades. Yeah,
1: yeah. I still oh, don't do- quite understand how the helmet like eyes squint, but oh
2: well. <laughs> it's magic. It's magic helmet.
1: Come on. I guess it's sort of like Spider-Man's mask in uh, in the, the new Spider Man. Right,
2: mask. yeah, the eye right, the eyes can move, yeah.
1: He stops, skid stop oh, there we go. Oh. Look at him. Oh. He's gonna do the, the mommy trident move. Here we go. He's spinning. Oh, he just he threw it. Wait a minute. He's not even moving his hands anymore. It's just spinning.
0: How does that
2: work? He's got it attached to his wrist. Yes. Yeah, he's never attached like, to his uh his forearm.
1: He's kind of touching it, but not really. <laughs> That's a little weird. Oh, so sorry. Orm, try again. <laughs> and so Orm's got his daddy's trident, right?
2: Ah, oh, just like what a this must have just been such a bitch to shoot <laughs> for Patrick Wilson and Jason <laughs> Momoa. I mean, you know a lot of this is CGI, but still, there's, they have to be wet through some parts of it. Oh.
1: There's this great bit in, in, in the in the behind the scenes stuff where Patrick Wilson they, sh- they show a shot of him like on day one he's like yeah we've done all kinds of stuff I'm really looking forward to doing the wire work stuff it's gonna be fun on the tuning fork I'm looking forward to it. and then they show him like on day 100 and the guy's like so when we got started you said you were really looking forward to doing the wire work stuff he's like I did
0: and he's like yeah
1: <laughs> he goes that was the answer of an inexperienced or a naive actor
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> apparently it's really uncomfortable.
2: I really like this turn. I it's love mercy. that he doesn't kill. That's his turn. I mean, Aquaman's arc is he becomes the king and and whatever, and and he learns to dispense mercy. I like this. I like that he doesn't kill his brother.
1: I think right. this. I like this this bit with Patrick Wilson here. Shocked to see his mother alive. Like, and he suddenly turns into a mama's boy real quick. I like it. Mommy? He says. He says mother. She's
2: but. dressed like so. Mon Mothma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Many buttons died. Yeah, <laughs> <Many Bothans> died. <laughs> died. Yeah. Um, no, she's dressed like what's
2: her name, Gadriel from Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, I don't like that stuff.
2: Kate Blanchett. She looks like Kate Blanchett. I think Kate Blanchett played Gadriel If I got that wrong, I apologize for all of you out there that are.
1: I don't Lord of the Rings. rings so I don't care. Um, but so all right, I I I, I gotta argue with you though. So Black Man is dad. He didn't kill him. He just didn't save him.
2: Well... So here,
1: he made the conscious choice not to kill him. So I don't know that Aquaman is – I mean, yes, in, 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 I guess you say yes, he, he didn't. Yeah, I don't know. The, the point is to say he had the hero's journey. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I, I still think there's a difference between letting someone cause their own death versus actively stabbing someone through the chest. Who yeah, In front of a bunch of witnesses. So I don't know that it makes. I, I don't know that Aquaman's all that amazing and really have grown.
2: Well, I okay, it's not. Uh, it's not the greatest character arc in the history of the world, but it's something at least. It's yeah, you know. It it just feels like. I mean, it, it when when Batman says to Ra's Al Ghul, "I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you." That felt like a cop out because you're like, well, you are kind of letting him die. You're just not. And so it, you know, I feel like you're. He let Black man his dad die, and you know, he learns from that. So
1: maybe so. I mean, that's what we're supposed to see. Yeah. Hey, I just realized locals were wearing green. Oh yeah, Green Goblin.
2: Yeah. This is this is like such a Scooby Doo moment where they take him away. <laughs> it really is, and then he literally wanders into the water, like the head turn. My plan, but it worked too. Weren't for you meddling superheroes. <laughs> they literally want just frog march him into the water. There he goes. Well, I mean,
1: isn't that what you do when you're going to Atlantis? So yeah, I mean, of course. I think that's cute how they all paused.
2: Yeah. So the and camera
1: swipe could get rid of them, but anyway. disappear. So Mara gets a speech for no reason. Chest pumping. I'm sorry. That, that
2: outfit is insane. That yeah, is, I mean her, that's she has quality thigh gap. I have to say.
1: Oh, my lord. Even I didn't go there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what?
2: It's, that's a thing. Thigh gap. That's not a... I'm not oh making that Oh, my
1: god. Up. Anyway, she's smoking hot. So, what do I do now? Be their king. All right. <laughs> Whoa.
2: You're going to join the Justice League.
1: Yeah. There we go. Uh, so, you had yeah, nothing... They- there
2: you
1: <laughs> go. T- 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 Everyone's cheering. Woo-hoo, okay. There's the kaiju you're who right. apparently just pops up to scream for no apparent reason <laughs> other than paying reverence to the king.
2: Boy, if you're, if you're a plane flying by, you're like, what am I looking at? What's <laughs> what happening? What the hell is going on down there? Uh, you know, passengers, if you look at your port side window, you can see the kingdom <laughs> of Atlantis uh, <laughs> <laughs> having a party, crowning a new king. Oh, and look, and there's a crack in there. <laughs> And on the left-hand side is, of course, Matt Rushmore. Okay, We're going to be right? taking a
1: hard left. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, she's Aww. back. I do love this moment. So you may think it's I I, well, I. I look. I don't. I don't. I don't hate it. I just don't think these well, you're two. Well, you dead inside. I know.
2: I just don't think these two had a lot of chemistry. That's all. That's it. It's all. Think
1: the got more, I think they've got more romantic chemistry than Mara and uh, well, what, Aquaman. That's a relative term. <laughs> These two have as much romantic chemistry as me and you. Is that what you're trying to say?
2: <laughs> hey, I'm
1: still awake. <laughs>
2: Look at you! You didn't go I didn't, to the bed bathroom didn't once. No pee yet. Look at you! I'm so proud of you. You're a big boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they made me what I am—a son of the land and a king of the seas. <laughs> this, so, is so this is great, though. When he, he swims so up, nuts. he swims up. Here's hero moment number two. Hero shot number two. But, or three actually. When he this, just he freezes in the air.
2: This is the Flash Gordon moment. This is well, save the world. Have a nice day. Yeah. To me,
1: that's the <laughs> that's the comic book moment though. I mean, he when I see him do that. That's like oh, that's not coming yeah. for the comic. Yeah. All these little cute models look great. This is I great. Don't... I think this is a really very beautifully visualized this. this yeah. These credits. So are they actually models or are they? CGI's of models <laughs> Oh I'm because, um, just CGI
2: at this point yeah, probably probably. Nobody's building
1: anything at this point Well no they did like if you watch the behind the scenes They built a, sh- a lot of models uh, For this movie like they would Design it they would b- build it in a 3D Environment and then they'd physically build a model Ooh, like, it's really yeah. interesting to, okay. to watch how they um, how they did some of the action scenes where they take, like, mannequins and move them or physically move them around and flip them and go, okay, so this is how the fight's going to happen. They're going to flip this way. And they're like, well, over here, if Mara's oh, oh, standing here – Creator credit.
2: I just wanted to say, creator credit there. They got their own card. Very nice.
1: Oh, who's, who, which one? It's
2: said Paul, Paul Norris and, and Mort Weinzinger. I'm glad That's they nice got that. their own little card.
1: That's, That's awesome. Um, so they would actually flip the mannequins around and be like, well, if Mara's standing over here, it gives her a different advantage. She'd have, I mean, they really – Spent a lot of time on and thinking about some of the way layout. I mean, it's their job too, but uh, it still was really yeah. nice.
2: This is nice. I like all this. I think this the music's is, good this too. Is, yeah, this is. I love all these little statues. This is a really cool. Yeah, these are like the Hero clicks collection of Aquaman that you're going through. <laughs> this is really cool. Think of all the merchandising we missed. There you mm-hmm. go, Jason Momoa, Amber Heard. Da,
0: da, 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 da,
1: da, I like the soundtrack. What can I say? Okay. Dolph Lundgren. Who would have thought? Amazing. That he could have done something like this. Is I mean, he like was a second wind to his career. Right. It's like you know, oh, the guy from Masters of the Universe, <laughs>
2: from you know, Rocky Three. Really? That's a I love that black mana statue. Yeah. That's a
1: really sweet. With a laser blast coming out of the eyes. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's really cool. Well, Trench.
1: Very yeah. cool. So here now, I, I'm, I'm a couple seconds ahead of you. I'm seeing uh, Atlan with his tridents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of lava underwater. So I was thinking about that earlier. Like, would all <laughs> these fish hang out that close to the lava? Wouldn't it kind of, like, be hot and miserable? It'd be like living in Florida for fish. So, oh, the brine kingdom. Uh, I... Look at that.
2: That's at that. That's so friggin' cool looking.
1: That is great. So did you buy the Blu-ray? Yes. You need to watch some of the special features. They're pretty entertaining. And they, okay. they're only, like, 60 minutes
2: worth. It's not okay. bad. I was a I little, know. I was a little disappointed. There's not a commentary.
1: Well, they're just going to drop this right on top of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now there's the Aquaman logo, not yeah. made of fish. I wish they had I don't know, a little on the dull, I know dull you side. You no, you, I... wanted, you wanted the Aquaman logo from the Neil Posner series, right?
2: No, any Which of them would the have ways? been just something a little more fanciful than just kind of that boring type face. But okay, I love how blue this water is. <laughs> it's yeah. like the blue. was like aqua well, is really, remember?
1: So I love yours, uh, the helmet.
2: I love how cracked that helmet is. That is fantastic.
1: Well, you can see the face. Yeah. You can see his face through it. That's great. Here we go. Black man has survived, and Doctor Shin is there with him. Yeah. Or well, we're seeing Doctor Shin on TV, technically. Yeah. yeah. And he's—you he, see—he's sort of like a disgraced scientist. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, as I said, I, I liked this actor's performance. I liked the visual of Black Space
1: Spaceman attacks Siege in Sicily.
2: I just don't, I, you know, I just, it's like, I what other, what villain do you do to, to, to go with Black Manta? i You don't do the scavenger because they're the same. So what's there to do? I mean, really? Aquamanian Kingdoms. Uh, but you – we just did Atlantis. You know what I mean? Like what?
1: Well, they haven't touched the Lost Tribe. <sighs> Who is Aquaman? Myth of Atlantis. All right. So there were some freeze-frame opportunities there a minute ago. Uh, if I remember right, there's was, some of the articles it on the mentioned
2: Wonder Woman there in yeah, one shot. Yeah. So.
1: so. So, all right. So let's think – so we got the credits rolling. We have to talk through this crap too, right? All right. So um, – <laughs> So you've got, you know, I, I do remember Jason Momoa saying in one interview that he wanted to introduce Aquaman's son, um, which only leads you to the death of. Yeah, let's know, not do that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's movies, you know, it's a powerful motivator. You know, also, what, it gives you a strong connection. You know, Aquaman, quote unquote, killed. Black man is dad. Now black man turns around and kills his son. I mean, it's it's it, it works in a movie sort of setting, so I can see why they'd want to go that route. Or they go the route instead of instead of the child dying, he cho- They do the Justice League Unlimited version where he chops off his hand to save the child.
2: Uh, now, all right, I that okay. I'm more, I'm more on board for that than I am that version. Okay, than killing him. It, I I don't think they should do the son at all. I don't that's, think they do the sun to kill him, that's for sure. They tried to, be, do the, to do the sun and Superman Returns, and I don't think that was a wise move. So,
1: Well, as long as they have a piano in Aquaman, too, it's fine. <laughs> um, so the, uh, having Aquaman chop off his hand to save the sun from Black Mana would be a good move. I would like that. Um, I, I think you got to do something with Orm. I think you've got to do something with Black Mana again. I, I don't think you can ignore them. Uh, I think it has to be an Orm comeback kind of thing. because I mean, think Orm always ends up coming back you know um they could they could i guess they could do a third villain who who else would they do we talked about human flying fish saving him for the third movie i,
2: I mean uh, re- again his 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 villain roster is really thin It really uh, you know the fisherman i guess i mean again that's the problem is that the fisherman black Mana, the scavenger they're all very similar at least in the broad strokes, and I just—I mean, part of the appeal of like Batman, you're like, "Ooh, they're going to get so and Zoe Kravitz is going to play Catwoman. Everybody knows who Catwoman is, and you're like, "Ooh, that's a new take. Oh, that's exciting." But you're going to be like, "So and so is going to play the scavenger, like, and that means what? You know, <laughs> like,
1: I mean, what is that? Mean to really, anybody? Batman's villains are all kind of the same too. It's like, okay, the yeah, Riddler, he leaves clues. Yeah, the but Joker, leaves names, jokes. Yeah, but they're names that everybody
2: knows. True. Everybody knows
1: these that. characters." Okay. So um, I had a thought. Uh, so fisherman's—I—it I wasn't really a serious suggestion. Uh, thats that's ridiculous. He's got the stupidest name. It's—it's it's a horrible idea. Yeah, fishing pole, really? No, bad idea. Yeah, no. Um, scavenger could work. Like scavenger and black man working together, doing the same sort of thing together would be cool. Uh, give someone—it give, would give someone black man a play off of and have conversations with at least. Um, I guess you could do blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. The original Blackjack. You know, the, the... I,
2: you know, I I made this joke. I forget where I said it. And it may have been on one of our shows, or it may have been online. Oh, somewhere. I know where you're going
1: with this. It was the, something we did together, yeah. yeah
2: was it? with well, The Human Flying Fish thing?
1: You introduced him in the beginning as, as like a little teaser act. Yeah, like, you, uh, do, like yeah, yeah you do. Like Star Trek in a Darkness had with the, the volcano thing.
2: Yeah, and you do it, and, and like just before – like, you show him in the costume, in that ridiculous costume, and just before he says, I am the human, and, like, Aquaman knocks him out. And that's what you do. Yeah. Like, you just do a little nod. <laughs> like, don't let him actually get the words out because it's ridiculous so, or something yeah. like
1: that. Yeah. That'd be good way we introduce him.
2: Well, Craig, um... you made it through the whole movie, though.
1: You yourself. I am, I am st- shocked and stunned. I had to stand up the whole way through, though, because if I sit down, I fall asleep on a podcast. All
2: right, so so wrapping up here because we don't need to go through every second of these credits. Having plus we got to do our our Patreon plug. Uh, having now seen the movie three full times, uh, I can I can I am I'm happy with it. It's as you said, it's not exactly the Aquaman that I wanted. He's not he, he's a we talked about it on the Many Faces of Aquaman episode that we did. This is mm-hmm. an alternate version of the character, and there have been many versions over the decades, so you can't get too hung up on it not being the one that you exactly wanted. But it it doesn't apologize for how ridiculous this all is, and that is what I like more than anything else. Is that's that it, It's just of itself. It is, it, James Wan just realized we're making a very big, crazy adventure movie, and let's just enjoy that. And I'm glad that that's what they did.
1: I think that's very fair that's a that's a good way to put it it's um I enjoy it you know i, I and I, i've I've already said all this so I'm just repeating myself but yeah it's i love it for what it is. It's very yeah. exciting, it's very big, very explosive um and it's super fun, and that's what I wanted out of this movie, so i'm very very happy with it yeah and i
2: if they do a second movie um I will be happy to be wrong i really will I'm excited to see wonder Woman eighty four uh and so you know it would be sort of ironic if that you know, like the bigger well, they're doing Batman now, but I mean, like that Aquaman ends up becoming like a big franchise. Who would have imagined such a thing was possible? So,
1: yeah, they, like they might dig deep for an Aquaman villain. Now that I think about it, I mean, they could pull an Aquaman villain from the Justice League instead, or something. Or you can just make one because. Up. Well, the reason I bring this up is because you know Wonder Woman's pulled it in Maxwell Lord. Hmm. Okay. So that that kind of surprised me.
2: No, it Could be. i Anything, say anything's possible. I mean, you, and you could take any villain from the DCU at this point and make him an Aquaman villain. What's the difference? Joker. You know, the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you yeah, can't get Joaquin Phoenix in here and make him that. So, it's going to um, happen. It's um, going to happen. So anyway, uh, we did it. I hope uh, all you guys and gals enjoyed listening to Shaq and I talk for two and a half hours about the aqua. Still in the name movie. 46
1: seconds. You got to pad okay. this, buddy.
2: Well, no, 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 because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna r- remind everybody that you can support the Fire and Water Podcast Network over on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com/fwpodcast and uh, you can leave a pledge there, and uh, you can unlock various rewards. One of which is to be name-checked on a Fire and Water show of your choice. And so we have to thank these specific sponsors for the fire and water podcast so big thanks to adam ackerman david ace gutierrez Gord tolton jason pope jay campbell keith g baker and kevin culp thank you so much for supporting the network we really appreciate it and of course you can go to our website fireandwaterpodcast.com. you can find all of our shows uh there and uh make sure you follow us on twitter which is at fw podcast so Shag, that's gonna do it for the Fire and Water podcast for this week. We're gonna have one more episode before we wrap up twenty nineteen. Unbelievable! Unbelievable!
1: Unbelievable! Eight years doing this, buddy. That's that is nuts. And uh, we went from Aquaman was dead. <laughs> he was. He was. And Firestorm only... was. Ronnie Raymond was dead. And Firestorm was a bit player in the background of the Justice League at that point. And Firestorm has been on television, numerous cartoons since then. Aquaman's a freaking movie star. A- <laughs> Dollar movie star, unbelievable, crazy. crazy stuff. So,
2: happy anniversary, uh, Aquaman! Like I said, I, 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 when I look at my my Blu-ray collection, it does make me smile just to see a spine that says Aquaman on it because I never thought such a thing was ever possible in my lifetime. So, it's pretty cool. So, again, hey. Shag, thank you for doing this. I know you were kind of a little dubious about about this, and uh, but uh, thank you for for sitting here with me for two and a half hours talking about this movie.
1: All right, it's over. Shut up. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it just ended. So All no, right. this was a blast. I'm glad we did it. I was very nervous about it. because I, I was really thinking like, how are we gonna fill the time? How are we gonna fill the time? And look we're my, still my talking. wife even we're said we're still
2: talking. The movie's over, we're still talking.
1: <laughs> well, my wife even said, What the hell are you gonna talk about for two and a half hours with this movie? And I said, Well, you know, Rob and I have probably recorded and somebody out there could calculate this, but uh, we've probably recorded like a thousand hours of audio. I'm not exaggerating, it's probably close to that. That's who's too we could yeah right. we we could fill 2 hours of this we could do it, and so. we
2: did and we did yep. so let us know how we did everybody go to the website firewaterpodcast.com and leave a comment let us know what you thought of the movie see have it, have you watched it since seeing it in the theater have you been watching it at home what do you think about it? does it hold up i would love to know what everybody's thoughts about uh, about this movie are a year later you know, because, I mean, things change over time. There's lots of things, I, lots of movies I loved when I saw them, and then I watch them a year later, and I go, eh. And then, then the, sometimes it's the opposite. I see some things in the theater, and I go, that wasn't that good. And then I watch it a year later, and I go, oh, wait, this, this is really fun. What was I thinking? So I'd love to know your opinions about this. That, that, uh, that
1: always reminds movie. me of Independence Day. I, I worked in the movie theaters. Uh, I managed AMC theaters at the time. I watched that movie five times in the theater because um, yeah, I could I, you know, It was just my day sure, off. Sure. And it was the fifth time that I went. Oh, this is a bad movie. <laughs> it's just really pretty. <laughs> so,
2: so yeah, you, you, things do change over time. Yeah, they do. So, anyway, thanks everybody for listening. I guess that's going to do it for this week, Shank.
1: All right, so folks, remember fan the flame and ride the wave. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we went deep. <laughs> From ocean to ocean, they're gonna have to deal with me. I've been overlooked, stepped on, stepped on, left for dead, always against all eyes like Poxanne. I'm the living great Gatsby, but these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy. From ocean to ocean, sea to sea, I'm something that you gotta see.